Well, hi everybody. I'm going to check that we're live before I say that. There it is. Yay, we're live. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Nature Check, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science. This is the very first episode of our Burn campaign, a post-apocalyptic game for apocalyptic times. We'll be playing Legacy Life Among the Ruins, and it's going to be great. But first, some announcements. Thanks to those of you who are watching us live. I saw Sarah in the chat already. I appreciate you. Um, if you have questions for the cast, feel free to post them in the chat and I'll bring them up when we take our halfway break. If you're not watching us live, thanks for catching us on video at our YouTube channel or on our podcast. We appreciate you coming along with us on our adventures. Don't forget, subscriptions on any of our platforms as well as comments and reviews really help us out. So thanks in advance for doing that as well. The social media information for the entire Nature Check cast, wow, there are a lot of people on this channel now, um, is down in the reference section below. And you can also follow our channel on Twitter at at Check Nature, because someone is still sitting on the at Nature Check handle. Um, <laughs> The cast of Nature Check would also like to remind you to please check with a licensed and certified medical professional before injecting, ingesting, or otherwise medically treating yourself. There's no rolling up new stats in the real world, and we care about you, and we want you to stay healthy and safe. Uh, with that, I guess it's time for introductions. Hi. I'm Cheryl, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm a PhD student studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and when I'm not doing research, you can find me on YouTube as The Roving Naturalist, and here on Nature Check with increasing frequency. Um, <laughs> for the burn campaign, I'll be running the family called The Ripples, and my first character's name is Islay. Uh, next, we've got Jordan. Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm a second year PhD student at Harvard and MIT. My pronouns are she, her. During the day, I study non-invasive brain stimulation and anesthesia. And at night, I run a YouTube channel where I talk about algorithms and AI and how we interact with them on a day-to-day -day basis. And you can find my channel under my name. For the burn campaign, I will be running the family The Institute and my first character will be Lissa. Awesome, uh, next we've got Peter. Hey everybody, uh, my name is Peter Coffey. I am an extension agent with the University of Maryland. Uh, I teach agricultural science and my pronouns are he, him. Um, and I will be playing uh, a group of people called the Shepherds of the Cave. And my first character is named Caron. And then we've got Xander. Hi, I'm Xander. My pronouns are he, him. I am a fourth year PhD student at Iowa State University where I study uh, cognitive psychology and neuropsychology. So I study brain damage as well as the way that people think about things. But mostly I just show pictures to people and see like how fast they can hit a button depending on which button I want them to hit. So that's how I actually study the things that I study. Um, at night, I run Art Explains, uh, which is a YouTube channel that got a ligament of the human body named after me. That's how I introduce myself from now on. And uh, I will be playing a family called the Bowerbirds, and my first character is Ganymede, who is a law enforcer uh, who we will learn more about as we play. <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly, our game master for the Burn Campaign, and who I'm going to turn it over to now, is Jareth. Hi, I'm Jareth. Uh, I go by they pronouns. Uh, I studied uh, nuclear and astrophysics, but these days I direct for 12-tone uh, a music theory channel, so things happen, that's how it is. Um, where do, 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 
I guess gonna start it off uh, with this cool little intro I wrote uh, to get everybody excited and into it. Still can't hear you. <laughs> That's what we were trying to. All right. Oh gosh. No fair. Uh, maybe I will hmm, read. I'll just read this thing. I don't know why it stopped accepting my uh, oh, the push to talk button. Anyhow, we're learning. We're all learning here. So uh, did all you hear tech problems are that? Peter's fault. Yeah, Damn that's totally Peter. my fault. Sorry, sorry, a thousand nah, times sorry. I just am so unused to not being muted. Uh, but here we are. All right. So no one got any of that. All right. It was a Thursday when the sun went out. No one knew why. It was supposed to have billions of years left, but it just went out. Of course, no one found out until about eight minutes after it had happened, but its consequences were just as fast and absolutely devastating. Crops failed, the oceans froze, and distant stars that now danced uh, round the clock burned too far away to provide any relief. Humanity retreated into vast caverns in the earth, and giant reactors hummed to life, burning through unimaginable quantities of fissile materials to keep light and crop and now crucial heating systems running. Hard decisions were made, but the lights were kept on. Humanity survived, but it did not thrive in those dark days. As they ran out of fuel, lights were shut off. Whole neighborhoods of underground metropoli metropolises lay empty and barren. But strict rationing and the great communal works of which humanity is capable got them through it. Then, just as mysteriously, almost a millennium later, the sun returned. No one knows exactly when. A heavily parked monthly supply expedition to harvest precious ice from the surface returned, with news of what had almost faded into legend. A bright glowing orb at its high point in the sky was beginning to warm the earth again. The council met behind closed doors and determined to set forth a new expedition to see what remained on the surface and what was to be done. You now are the... Uh, lost that i shouldn't have tabbed out <laughs> you all now stand before the council preparing to venture to the surface to see humanity's first sunrise in over a century so uh let us first um if i think anyone wants to make a family move before we do any of this i think uncover secrets if you want to kind of learn about stuff or subterfuge might be appropriate right now if you want to like sabotage this mission for some you know whatever your reason might be. What was the first thing? Um, the Uncover Secrets, you can- Uncover Secrets, that uses- Data. Doesn't cost data, I don't believe, but it uses the stat data. Oh, is that the thing where like your family elders come together in like a meeting or something? I don't know. I was reading the rules the other day and I know it has something to do with data. <laughs> I'm not super Yeah, familiar. you get to ask some questions basically. Because, like, there have been scouting expeditions. Uh, people kind of are still aware of the zone around where your particular metropolis is. And I'm going to switch back over to the Roll20 screen. I know none of you are. Um, but you kind of know, have a basic idea of most of the sites that we've kind of previously described during character creation. And viewers, you'll have to find out as the players explore. It'll be very exciting. So you have probably a pretty good idea. Anything that's like a settlement obviously isn't settled at this exact moment. Um, but you're kind of aware of things as they stand. So what what would be the uh, the move to gather more information? You said uncover secrets? Yes. 
And that's okay. a data roll. Okay. Um, we are all learning this. All right. So I'm oh, in yeah. the family <laughs> mode sheet. How do I how do I make a data roll? Uh, hopefully. Oh, I have zero it. data. Uh, well, do I just fine. roll? You can still succeed. Um, gosh, where is data? Why can't... Yeah, I was about to say, wait, oh, where? If you go down to where assets is, where you have like surpluses and needs, there's a little. Oh. Oh, it's still in character mode. Uh, okay. I'm gonna. Yeah. Oh, I see. This. I have no yeah, idea. Does it have a roll button? Oh, it let it lets you. Oh, it lets you pick your own modifier. Let's say there's no modifier there. Oh yeah, yeah. Any additional? Well, that's bad. Uh, you don't necessarily find things out, and in fact, a bad thing will happen to you later. Mm. Uh, no way around it. But right now, yeah, we can get past all that and kind of move on to the weird and interesting part of this game, which is the zooming in uh, move. Kind of will start to take a look at your characters as the elevator uh, gears are clinking uh, as it slowly moves up to the surface. And I'll kind of zoom in, pan one by one. Uh, who wants to go first? Um, we'll kind of talk about what zooming in entails, um, both in terms, mostly in terms of gearing up right now, how that interacts with your family's um, surpluses. There we are. Um, so for your character uh and who wants to go first do you want us to describe like their physical look or you want us to describe um, uh like well uh, kind of who they you can start kind of their physical look if you want but also kind of their role what they do um kind of why they wanted to go on this expedition or were chosen for it are kind of the interesting questions to start off um, and then we'll gear you up with stuff from your family that makes sense. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Nice. Uh, so, uh, Charon is a, he's a kind of a tall, thin man in probably his early to mid fifties. Um, he's kind of, uh, growing silver on top, um, nice. uh, pale, pale skin, um, clear blue eyes, um, and, uh, kind of a, a calm presence uh, about him. He is a, uh, he's a leader in the Shepherds of the Cave. He's one of a couple of uh, kind of well-respected elders. Uh, mm -hmm. And his primary role in the family group is uh, obtaining new samples and life forms uh, for study and genetic experimentation cool um so he's got a lot of experience kind of exploring underground um not as mm -hmm. much obviously above ground um but uh that's kind of his his primary goal here is is hoping to to find some some life above ground of course if he had put on his resume lots of experience exploring above ground everyone would say well that's not true you're clearly lying on your resume you're embellishing mm-hmm mm -hmm. Nobody has any it's, experience above ground. 
Right, well, right. He's there's it, monthly scouting expeditions. There, <laughs> there's not like none. Some of you may have been up to the dark uh, version of the world, that, like seen what's up. Yeah, he had a, actually a, a he had a he had a, a summer internship in the above ground scouting oh, yeah, missions. Yeah. yeah, in college, mm-hmm. it was unpaid, of course, but you know, yep, you got to get that experience somehow. It's a command economy. <laughs> <laughs> not this future, at least. Listen, it got. I'm rough. sorry, you need a two to five years of experience to uh, come on this <laughs> scouting trip. <laughs> and how'd it go that uh, first scouting like set of missions? Were you good at it? Were you bad at it? Well, so like, okay, he, this was like 30 years ago. Like yeah, he was yeah, a, a young man work. at the time. Um, so, I mean, basically uh, he was, he was, he was fine. He like didn't lead them off a crevasse into, you know, an ice cave or anything mm-hmm. like that i mean they basically just made him carry stuff and set up the tents right. and he managed to do that just fine um so but adequate, he wrote but several really, really good himself. essays about it about how it was a very transformative experience you know it really the uh, row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop yep. here. excellent excellent love that yeah um so now you get uh to take your gear uh, which is from your family, the shepherds. If you don't mind, I'm gonna switch over. I think we both get to do that at the same time. Okay. Uh, yeah, you get trained attack animals, which are ranged and many tagged. You get homespun uh, hides and fabric, which are utility and tough. And you get to travel on your cool pedigree animals, which will remind the party. Uh, okay, so um, Charon arrived to meet the, the other members of this party um, on a large uh, beetle. Uh, it's about the mm-hmm. size of a um, like a pony, uh, mm-hmm. and with a you know a, a, it has a, uh, a a saddle sculpted into the the, the carapace on, on on its back. Were they um, bred like that, or was that kind of like a modification? Uh, a little bit of both. Um, so uh, they, they actually they were bred to have these kind of large protuberances, and then when like like basically raw material, and then when they um, molt from uh, when they emerge from their pupa, um, insects are really soft bodied. Mm-hmm. They're, they're this kind of tineral uh, phase where they're very very squishy. So like as soon as they hatch. They basically force them into this kind of um, sculpting structure that like squeezes Whoa. this growth into the final shape and then let it harden and then pull the pull the, the, the fair. Off. Right. Um, Good use of the word protuberances. I cannot remember the last time in my life I heard that word spoken. Right? Um, You're welcome. This is what I, I bring have. to the the group. So, so Peter, Absolutely. is this is this growth um, kind of like the horn on a dung beetle? No, well, it's on the pronotum, I imagine. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not like I mean, I, dung beetle horns are all. Growth. It's on the well, pronotum. Some of them are on the pronotum. Okay, I was going to yeah. ask you because the horn mm-hmm. on a dung beetle is actually modified it's uh, the genetic basis for it oh no we just lost jordan um i don't know oh, what happened uh, spin okay. spin so, okay. um, so the uh, the protuberance on uh dung beetles actually the genetic basis for that is uh modified wings um so they have the same like basic plan um and they just wound up with an extra copy and made this horn so i was wondering if it was something similar in your beetles i'm gonna say yes now all right, good work. You did it, gang. We yeah. were, were, were built. There it is. Words sometimes, right? Uh, um, cool. uh, so, so that's my then, mount. 
Um, you get to additionally um, improve those various things you got with uh, by adding tags appropriate to your modif uh, surpluses, I mean. Uh, so you have crops and medicine, so I don't know how you want to apply those necessarily. But, well, um, I mean, neither of those you're really seeing, but I have like a large bag and kind of saddlebags hanging off of the the beetle that have supplies for an expedition in them. Um, okay, so, uh, well supplied, I don't remember exactly which tag is what, but well supplied is fine. Let's call that one of them, um, I guess, for actually medicine that make yeah mid bay is a vehicle quality uh as such so we that can add that it's a bit like you know abstracted and that's totally fine and then i don't see a vehicle quantity here quality here that says you have extra food but let's note that you're oh yeah I'd food prepared as well cool uh who's next I is it me go. am i next oh you can be. go for it Let's do All right. it. What's your dude? Tell us about. So Ganymede is of slightly indeterminate age. Even he's not entirely sure. Love that. Uh, some younger, younger than our beetle riding friend here, but uh, probably somewhere in his his twenties because he's a lot more athletic. Um, he likes to go to the surface as often as possible because he really enjoys getting out of the underground caverns and getting out there into the world. And so he's super excited to once again get back to the surface and just not be underground. So you know how some astronauts get really excited about like getting back out into orbit or whatever? He's like yeah. that, except, you know, with the surface of the Earth and the center of the Earth. That makes so sense, Ganymede, yeah. Ganymede volunteers for as many surface-type missions as anyone will allow him to go on. And Probably frankly, he's everyone. disappeared a couple of times on those surface missions, and they've had to find him and bring him back against his will, and then tell him not to go back to the surface for a few months, making him upset. Mm -hmm. And basically he's a bit of a, uh, well, let's say he, he prefers wandering around a little bit more than he prefers being in cramped spaces. So That's fair. Last time, you... back to the surface. Mm -hmm. Last time you went missing, what did you find? Um, a lot of ruins uh, mm -hmm. that surprisingly had already been looted. Hmm. So there's some cool rooms, but you know, everything had already Nothing been gone really through like, and dumped yeah. on the floor. So someone had beaten me to it, unfortunately. Interesting. Um, Ganymede is, what did I write here? So he's got a real gruff and hairy face. Uh, even mm -hmm, if he, mm -hmm. you know, gets a chance to take a shower and shave, he probably doesn't take it. Um, like unfortunately, uh, I wrote uh, that he has appraising eyes and a, and a scarred body. So apparently he's been in quite a few scuffles. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you've gotten, uh, spend a lot of time up world. You're definitely uh, seen some shit. Yep. And the other notable thing about Ganymede, just like all of the Bowerbirds, is that they look like they've sort of built their armor out of just random crap that they've found in mm. order to sort of put together this patchwork set of um, sort of like dense, decorated, you know, a mixture, a mixture of metal and wood and chitin and leather and just anything you might think of, sort of stitched together and reinforced in particular areas as sort of like uh, it's sort of like keeping a journal too. It's like what what it, what places have you been? You know, slap a piece mm. of it on your armor, but also is sort of just like the family's calling card as well. And uh, when I think about an elevator going to the surface, I think of yeah. Fallout Four, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, that is the only I elevator I can think of now that I've thought of it. So if it looks different than that, please let me know. 
I listen. I didn't play four, so maybe. Listen, we're all doing this in our heads. <laughs> That's the cool thing about. That's a good image. Yeah, my husband was just playing it. It's like a big circular elevator that just like, and the okay. platform is just like flat, like flush with the surface. I, like a key uh, thing in my head was like that it has kind of gears running up and down a track. Uh, which I don't know if the Fallout elevator does, but otherwise they can look exactly like that. What do I care? We're having fun. <laughs> Except it's not branded Bethesda. You can't sue me. <laughs> it is just different enough. It's just different enough. <laughs> I mean, you. They all, you that in your head. all elevators are kind of similar, though. So, like, also chill out, right? Like, it's an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Be cool, Bethesda. Yeah. You don't own. You didn't invent elevators, okay? God. Always happen to bat, uh, tell Bethesda off. It's disgusting. Um, <laughs> let's gear you up, right? <laughs> so Before we had elevators, we had dumb waiters, right? That's mm -hmm. true. To transport materials up and down, yeah. up in um, the northern, the northernmost parts of Minnesota. Is everyone familiar with that area of Minnesota? It's like Canada, essentially. Oh yeah. Way up there. There's um, up in Stillwater, Minnesota. There's a bunch of old mansions that still have their old like working elevators from back at like the early, early, early 1900s. <laughs> and the really cool thing is they showed us the one in their garage area. They had like a, an area that used to be used for horses, but then around a little after the turn of the century, they got like a car in there. But because of the way mm -hmm. everything was built, like the servants lived on the first floor and then they kept the cars on the second floor. So they actually had an elevator back huh. there that they would use to take the car up and down or whatever. And it was the most bizarre thing. Uh, so whenever anyone anyone wanted to drive, they'd have to get the car into the elevator, you know, bring it down, and then they could, they could take it out. So that's my aside about elevators. Yeah. Well, now we know. <laughs> Which is like half the battle, I'm told. Don't sue me, G.I. Joe. Um, God. <laughs> Can't become a recurring bit, I promise. Uh, let's gear you up. That's what we were doing. Uh, you had, for your weapons, cool assassination bleeds, which were melee and hidden. Improvised armor, which you've already described as uh, tough and armored. Um, you have as assets our surpluses, defenses, and weapons. And yep. for travel, you have speeder bikes. Sure do. Nice. Nice. Uh, what tags do you want to add to things to do with your bonus weapons and or bonus uh, defenses? I was thinking I'd just add the tag many to my weapons. Like I have a lot okay. of knives. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> like Love too many, that. perhaps. That's up to you. <laughs> Listen. One in each yeah, no sock, judgment. one up each sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can have this uh, scene where you come back in and are asked to give up all your knives and just comically spend half an hour. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Precisely. That'd be great. Uh, but that's for later. Um, and did you want to add, let's see, your armor is already tough. You could, was it tough and hardened? No, you could, wait, am I looking at the right one? No. It's uh, tough and armor. Tough and armor. You could add hardened because of your defenses. Sure. It gives you plus one armor. Love that. Um, yeah, tough is different. Tough is, oh, and everyone's outfit gets thermo by uh, default, just like, You've had been dealing with this for millennia. All your shit's been adapted for sure. Like, you know, you may face some trouble because of that, but like your outfits are definitely designed for it. Uh, cool. That's you, Cheryl, Jordan. I can go. Either or. 
Um, okay. So my first character is Lissa. She is probably at least older than Peter's character because I don't know about Charlie yet, but um, is a woman, um, small in her 60s, fairly slim. She rose through the ranks of the Institute and completed her education, then climbed up the hierarchy to become one of the top researchers at the Institute. Um, So she's taken a couple of trips to the surface for research purposes, um, Mm -hmm. but has also realized that the Institute isn't necessarily uh, a benevolent family um, Mm -hmm. and has concerns about what we've gone to the surface for, um, including some trips that weren't with everybody else. Um, Love that. Yeah, I think those are the big things. Um, She's worried because basically civilization probably can't survive without some of the things that the Institute has invented, but with what the Institute's doing, people may not survive much longer. Mm. Uh, (laughs) What was, since I'm asking everybody these sorts of things, what was your last secret mission? Since you're doing secret missions apparently, and I don't even know about these. So one of our, let me look at, I don't remember what we called it on the map. Um, Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, So we're very interested in the secret military research facility. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. That's great for me. Love that. So we've been trying to check that out, see what's up there, take any interesting and weird things that we can back down to study them to figure out if something there might have predicted the fall. Mm. Oh, man. All right, love that. Uh, Cheryl. Oh, wait, no, hang on. Sorry, Sarah, sorry. We got to gear you up. I blanked on that. Um, so, family, you have weird grenades. That's right. Cool. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry, I clicked the thing. Uh, there we go. Perfect. Uh, weird grenades, uh, mobile yep. ICU, plus yep. some scholars. Mm-hmm. I imagine let's. That's quality one, which means there's probably just like a guy. Maybe you have an assistant research. No, hang on. Let's let's make it uh, three grad students. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you all would. Um, Way and close you to can... home, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, this family is becoming closer and closer to my actual academic <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, this is supposed I'm to be so an sorry. escape. <laughs> Well, we're escaping this pandemic, not grad school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now are you th- now? Now I have yeah, so many questions school. about. Yeah, I just have so many questions about what kind of advisor you are now. <laughs> oh. Oh, I don't uh, have for... a lab. I'm a research scientist. No, no. I'm saying in the game, you've got three grad students now. Yeah. What kind of advisor oh, are you? That's true. Hmm. What kind of advisor am I? I mean, you can find out know, like as we go right now. Yeah. Like, see how you interact with them. Um, you have you tell your two... grad students to always stay with a buddy, but since you have three of them, one of them's left out. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Your uh, surpluses are engineering morale. Um, so you can yep. add a tag or add one to your followers' quality. So I don't know, maybe they're better grad students. Don't ask me. <laughs> they have some really good books. You can give them some really just choice books if you want to add one to their quality. Um, wait, what or you can um, add tags to your gear. So your um, mobile ICU and your weird grenades if you want. Are the tags of things in parentheses next to this? I'm going to be yeah. asking a lot of stupid questions. No, I don't. 
<laughs> no, that's okay. Our viewers probably have to learn a bit too. This uh, game, uh, listen, I need to learn a bit. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll go for... The benefit of learning this game together is that the audience doesn't know when we do something wrong. <laughs> Yet. Yeah, there's, exactly. There is definitely going to be one person listening who's like, no, I, I've played this game no, so this many game, times. Idiots. <laughs> Why did you take I'll just so have smarter grad around? students. I think that that's what we're going to do. Okay. The grad students uh, will have some special bucks. You can, so uh, I guess you could up their quality to three if you're really feeling uh, spicy with both your surpluses, but you could also... That feels like morale. It could be engineering, too. You could also um, make them three. What the hell? Okay, yeah. Unless, cool. Uh, Cheryl? Oh, that's me. I have too many screens. Um... Yeah, same. <laughs> it's okay. I've got everyone's thing popped out, and it's going bad. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm playing Islay, um, who, like Ganymede, is... Uh, fairly young. Um, I have never been to the surface, um, but I've heard a lot about it from my friend Ganymede, and uh, but other people from my family have, so I've yeah heard a lot about it, just haven't been. Um, Islay is vaguely female-looking, but mostly presents androgynously, um, rather rugged military-type uh, lean muscular physique, um, side-buzzed, a um, little bit of hair on the top so that you can see it's sandy blonde and just pale gray yeah <laughs> and pale gray eyes that just sort of you know miss nothing yeah so that's me um i'm here because ganymede won't shut up about the surface and also yeah what the fuck dude <laughs> <laughs> and also because i have sworn to protect sorry peter how are you saying your character's name again caron caron i have sworn to protect caron and i'm friends with ganymede and also with Lissa. So here I am. All right. Uh, let's. You are the last one to gear up. Let's do it. Um, well, listen, that's how order works. Somebody has to be. Uh, oh, oh, gosh. Don't worry, I don't have coronavirus. I don't know what's happening. Uh, you got fishing spears. Wait, did it switch yours back? Oh. Um, yeah, I know what I, yeah, so I have fishing spears, grappling rigs. Grappling rig, that's right. Cave octopuses. Oh, yeah, it says satayan, but we swapped that over yeah. for uh, cephalopods. <laughs> are, they, are you bringing your cave cephalopods to the surface? I mean. Obviously. <laughs> Do you have one in a mason yeah. jar? That's because a little one in a, like. You can like, have like an aquarium backpack. Has oh that. my God. I want that for you. Oh, I man. want that. I also I want, want an aquarium so backpack. <laughs> Okay, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. It has right. like a little kind of opening to the like. Oh, I guess that's going to be problem if it's like negative a hundred, whichever set of degrees you care to use. Um, maybe, maybe it's closed <laughs> off from the environment. Yeah, I mean it's it's protected it has from the an environment. Option. Yeah, I can, like I can I yeah. can I can deploy the octopus if so needed. Exactly. <laughs> There's a button. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that survived the fall is those cat back at backpacks that have the little window on them. Yes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but the supply is running dangerously low, and that's yeah. like the real it's secret a... reason that you're on this expedition is to find more that's cat backpacks. The... Actually, what's in the secret military facility? I mean, mm -hmm. ulterior motive. It, it'll be a side bonus. Um, yeah, so I have <laughs> octopus in a backpack, apparently. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, 
So then I can do things using my surpluses, which are scouts and morale. So I think I'd like to yeah. use scouts to boost the quality of my cave octopus in the backpack. Octopus nice. in a backpack. Um, and then I would also like to use uh, morale um, because our family is not very large, but we are tight knit and we work together really well. Um, That's true. So I like to use that to add uh, many to my fishing spear so that I has more than one in case something happens to it, which inevitably uh, yeah. will happen. Um, yeah, you don't know that. <laughs> I mean, now, I've been a game now. master before. <laughs> No, that's fair. Listen, now that you've given it that tag, I'd be a fool not to do something to your weapon. But um, <laughs> only to have, that's that way you get to use your shit. That's the whole point of this. It's like, try and find the shit they do. Anyhow, I listen, buy the book if you want to learn how to run this game. Um, let's, uh, da, 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 da. so that's everyone's characters. Um, the elevator clinks to a stop. There's kind of a whoosh as things depressurize your uh, kind of like cool 60 or so degree Fahrenheit air uh, is on rush by, like I said, it's negative one of the 100s. It really doesn't matter which. They're both pretty bad. Um, I think Celsius is worse, but it doesn't really matter. Um, it's very, very cold. Although, um, and it is, in fact, the first thing you'll uh, notice is uh, still night. It seems that you are not looking at the sun right now, um, which was kind of predicted. Um, it's expected, they think, from when they saw it and observations uh, that'll probably rise in a couple hours. Um, right now, you are mostly looking at this cool kind of um i guess you're mostly looking at ice within about 10 meters which is the range of your flashlights no you're kind of near this site of a massacre that doesn't that's been picked over um that is kind of i guess does anyone's faction have a i guess you're probably wanting to head to the secret military research facility is my guess uh um Go ahead. Anyone can like guide this a bit. Were we given a an explicit goal or task by the overarching council, or are we just kind of like um, they were like, "Hey, go to the surface. The sun's up." I can tell you what my uh, goal is. It's yeah. I think you're roughly all motivated more by your family's goals or your opposition to them than you are necessarily um, kind of. There's like the general mandate is to kind of. Uh, make sure that the sun is in fact there, uh, see what's recoverable, kind of just get an idea of what things look like so you can kind of give a more full scouting report uh, based on this weird new information. That the sun's back. Hey, everyone, the sun's back. Oh, gosh, you guys get to come out of isolation. Isn't that fun? Mm. Sorry, am I being too heavy-handed? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh and so far, being on the surface is exactly how I remember it. So Yeah, um, no, it is exactly how uh, those of you who have been to the surface remember it. That is a good point to keep in mind. Now, if the sun thing really does exist, remember, we're not supposed to look directly at it. Okay. <laughs> uh, like... Says, I guess, one of the guards. <laughs> so that, that was in character. <laughs> Very dismissive. Uh, this is from the elevator operators. He does not think your humor is funny. There's a cool faction you guys will meet later. The elevator operators. 
They have red vests. It's great. Tiny little hats. Anyhow, he did not care for your comment. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we're, what, what are people uh, looking at? Uh, Jordan, you kind of mentioned your family is particularly interested in that research facility and kind of, I don't know that anybody else has tried to steer things in other directions. Um, I feel uh, like you're welcome to. So Caron would have talked to, sorry, Jordan, what's your character's name again? Lissa. Lissa. Uh, I feel like Caron, I mean, I mean, he basically views the other two as kind of guards. You're, you're, I mean, li you're literally a bodyguard. <laughs> I should both, clarify. Both of you. I should clarify. It's not just the four of you. It's just that you guys are the four mm -hmm. cool, important heroes. There's like, sure. you know, support staff of like probably engineers and people like that. Well, like, well, grad students, scouts. Right, yeah, grad, grad students, students, exactly. Right. Uh, octopi, you know. I, sorry, not to interrupt. Just wanted to make that clear. Grad students are also octopi. Yeah, yeah a grad student octopi. My octopus, yeah, octopi yeah, grad student. Yeah, I was going to say, the octopi are actually higher on the academic hierarchy. Than the grad Some of them are. Mm -hmm. Listen, if they've got tenure. Yeah. Dr. Puss. Um, <laughs> did you just say Dr. Puss? <laughs> That's sort of quality humor. Maybe the fact that he lost out on a uh, I'm I'm checking off the dead box now. <laughs> um, I have taken so much harm. Fair. Uh, wait, don't do that. No harm. Harm is bad. You don't want to take harm. That's uh, something that we're gonna have to. I haven't done combat yet, but we're gonna figure this out. I'm pretty sure harm is bad. Yeah, I mean, sounds reasonable. Uh, yeah, I've never played this game before, but I mean, that does track with my experience. Yeah. Caron, Caron uh, is here by himself. Um, this is this is a uh, information gathering exploration. Exploration. Um, I feel like he would have expressed a desire to visit the uh, catacombs to the northwest. Oh yeah, those were cool. On the They're way, kind of on the way, yeah, yeah. Like mm -hmm. I feel oh, like I love that. Politically, he would have made the argument: let's go to the catacombs to the northwest as we make our way to the uh, the abandoned military facility that that we want to explore later on. I mean, as players, you represent the families that kind of set the stakes in this route. So anything you guys have, uh, can agree on is a reasonable one. Lissa, does it seem reasonable to try and head to the catacombs, maybe explore them a little bit on and use them as a way station on on the way to the the military facility? Uh, question: Do we know about the biohacked raiders yet? Uh, no, and in fact, I will tell you they aren't here yet. Uh, okay, cool. They'll, they'll I wanted, kinda, yeah, they'll, they'll come around. Uh, then in listen, that case, I'm okay with it. That makes sense to me. It's very clearly in the same direction. We're going to have to pass it anyway. Well, not to spoil anything too much, but they'll have access to this field genetic experiment catacombs, and then, oh boy, here we go. Uh, that'd be fun. Uh, I've got to... Not to... Uh, does anybody else have anything else they want to advocate for before I uh, set you off and have somebody make the appropriate set of roles? Those two places sound good to me. Sweet. Islay, you're the representative for your people. Does that um, work for you? 
Yes, sorry, I'm trying to fit things on my small desk. Um, <laughs> I'm sworn to go where you go. Are you? All right, cool. No, I. You can't be uh, where, where he personally I didn't goes. Know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. That's chill as hell. Um, who wants to, I guess, be leading the expedition? Uh, by which I mean forging a path right now. Which is, <laughs> I mean, my. Uh, I'm the only one who hasn't been up here before, so. I mean, I. Um, I'll give you a hint. My, it's whoever has the highest force, but I, like you can also, uh, you know, look for other. Uh, I mean, so this, might. this whole game isn't nose goes. Uh, <laughs> my 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 role that I've chosen for my character is leader. So okay. uh, I have a force on. of minus one. Oh. Well, <laughs> so so Jordan should roll. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can. You can do anything you set your mind to, but. Uh, certainly. You, uh, Ganymede. Ganymede, come here. Yeah. You have the most experience up here. That's um, right. Do you have any objection to being the... Um, we, our goal is to visit the catacombs to the northwest and then onwards to the military facility uh, in the mountains. Can you lead us there? Yes. All right. Do that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Do I roll force um, or steel? I can't remember. It is a force roll. Um, if you uh, grab the handout sheets, they've got a nice character moves thing that I'm looking at right now. Otherwise, I'd be completely lost. Do uh, I have advantage or disadvantage? Uh, not that I know of, although I don't think you have data or tech to spend. Maybe you uh, I don't even know which one you spend. Um, the the character sheet that no. has the, the the moves that you're talking about is that just the top of the character sheet? Where are you looking at? Da, 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 da. I see like four steel Lawrence way. Like so, no, no, no. If you've got um, the um, b -b -b handout sheets, um, they're in the Discord. Oh, so, oh, gotcha. Uh, yes. Um, then just below quick character is a set of family moves and character moves uh, and also the story moves that oh. are awesome. very helpful for me. <laughs> and even like gear, it's a very helpful quick reference. Gang, fire this thing if you want. Sorry, oh, so not to shield, but we are playing in this. But... Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Sorry. I should have uh, mentioned it, but like not. <laughs> like super clear anyhow yeah yeah it's very good i would be completely lost um but yeah you are doing a forge a path roll did you roll yet no you haven't yet okay when you're ready sorry i realized i was on mute oh, okay i was kind of <laughs> i was gonna I say ganymede was close to saying something there go, i got it uh, i rolled with force and i got an eight excellent that's uh hit you make the trip but you got to pick two bad things. Uh, so let me read the list off for viewers who aren't looking at it. Uh, and you, if you don't want to, uh, you're, you get to pick two. You're exposed to danger. Your route is lost. You can't take it again or find it again, at least. Um, or maybe there's a rock slide. We'll figure it out. Um, you can't take gear slash other characters with you. That would kind of be rude, but hey. Uh, would be rude. 
It would be, but like you could, or you take a lot longer than you expected, which might be fun. Uh, not that I'm trying to, whatever. But uh, those are your four options, and you get to pick two because you only hit, and you didn't do like a critical hit. Um, you could only pick one. If we lose our route, we can just find a new route back, or do we? Uh, yeah, it'll just take a new one of these rolls. Whereas, like, I, I think if you didn't pick that one, it would I'd consider it like a reasonably well trod route that you could just like take back. But that's not too bad if I'm being honest. Certainly not at this um, early stage. Then I, I guess I'm gonna pick. You take a lot longer than you expected, and the route you took is lost. Oh, hell yeah, which means you get to see uh, as you trudge across the um, forgotten wastelands of uh, snow. Well, not snow, really. I guess it would have been far too cool to have precipitated for, like, about a millennia. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, but it's ice. There's a lot of ice, uh, which starts sparkling as you... Uh, as the uh, sun starts to rise in the eastern horizon over uh, in the gap between the mountains and the hills. Oh, gosh, gang, it's beautiful. I wish I could describe it. <laughs> Wait, I can't. It's like a sunrise. Oh, gosh. The color's red. It glimmers. Oh, Does that yeah. mean the atmosphere is burning? Are we in sparkles? danger? <clears throat> uh, does it mean the atmosphere is burning? You don't, you've heard <laughs> legends. You've heard legends. Would you like to, I don't know if there's a role. I'm just going to tell you, no, it's not on fire, but your character <laughs> might worry. Uh, you can diffuse with lore if you want to find out. Yeah, it's very pretty, but it's certainly um, what kind of took uh I don't. I have not set a distance scale whatsoever, and I'm not about to start now. This thing's like a decent amount of squares. It probably was a six-hour trip. Uh, probably takes you twelve hours because the glare. Oh yeah, the glare. Jeez, gang, the glare. You are not prepared <laughs> for this glare. Um, uh, I mean, especially in the ice. Um, Is seeing supposed to hurt this much? Seeing does hurt a lot. It's the brightest thing any of you have ever seen by like quite a march. And I have, I'm kind of uh, imagining fluorescent lights, very Battlestar Galactica, the kind of uh, millennium in the dark that you uh, just emerged from. Yeah. Um, I, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think uh, Charon uh, basically watches the sunrise the whole time and that doesn't even realize until like he glances away like how much the sun is already above the horizon before he looks oh, away yeah. from it and then mm -hmm. realizes like oh there's like a spot in my eyes mm -hmm. <laughs> i told you not to look at the sun wow <laughs> um i imagine you was the kind of legends were passed down like i said and you probably do have sun visors available like that would be yeah, I was going to say, Alyssa puts on her Institute-sponsored sunglasses. Nice. <laughs> Do they say Institute on the side? Yes. You have sponsored sunglasses? Yep. Well, I've got, like, the cool branding. Yeah, nice. I got to go take some Instagram pictures for this so that I can uh, post it when we get back down. <laughs> Don't forget the duck lips. <laughs> Hashtag the sun. <laughs> I mean, that's up to you guys. Did Wi-Fi make it? I guess there's probably internet. I don't see why there wouldn't be. 
did cameras I had to take a picture. I mean, Mine are too cameras are brand very brand straightforward design-wise, and also you definitely need them to like run nuclear reactors uh, as safely as possible if you want. Um, I mean, you can do it without, <laughs> but cameras help a lot. So I have to imagine that cameras were involved, uh, managed to stick around. So yeah, take a photo for the gram. Apparently that survived somehow. <laughs> How does that, uh, um, since we don't have the best vision and like many of us have spent a lot of our lives in dark-ish places, how does it feel? Um, I, that's a great question. Um, certainly overwhelming. Uh, certainly, like I said, that's a lot of why this takes so much longer than expected is like you've got all these new and exciting uh, sensations. Um, there's so much that you don't even like know how to track anymore uh and like you used to navigate by stars um the daylight world and that doesn't work uh right now which is like wild you feel a bit lost and disoriented uh perhaps that's probably also why the route is untraceable to you uh now is because there is a sun in the sky which dis i mean i have to imagine that like without the sun the stars are a great navigational tool uh, so y'all using those that's what i set this kind of three thousand years in the future i didn't really specify in the intro but now you know uh dear viewer um uh so like the constellations wouldn't be too different from today but they'd be a little different i don't know exactly how because i don't remember somebody could tell you uh an astrophysicist shit we should get one of those um shoot <laughs> but uh <laughs> So yeah, that's kind of the consequences of that role. Nice, we did it. Uh, and we can, um, which brings you guys to what you're now seeing by daylight for the first time, which has got to be weird. The, um, let's say, kind of almost Gresham vaults of uh, uh, these failed genetic experiment catacombs, which uh, Peter's uh, faction made happen on the map. They're not like Peter's, they're just kind of like they happen because of his faction. It's cool. Um, so Little behind uh, the scenes, there, yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of a oh god, I was imagining moss, but there wouldn't be moss. That's not, uh, it's definitely severely frostbitten, yeah, exactly. Uh, I guess because lichens, I guess there would be, wouldn't there? I don't think that those are dependent on the sun. I'm not. A botanist or lichens are a symbiotic or a mutualistic relationship between a fungi and an algae. So the algae photosynthesizes to provide energy to the mutualistic organism. So they would need the sun. So they would need the sun. Damn yeah. It. Is there anything that wouldn't? Like, fungi. Would, oh, okay. Yeah. Sap saprophytic right. organisms that decompose other organic material wouldn't need the sun. Um, but Jeez. I don't know how much organic material there would be available yeah. to them and like if it's frozen that deep like their cell walls still wouldn't be able to survive all of that and like they wouldn't be able to reproduce so listen don't worry about it we're definitely i've evolved some <laughs> antifreeze in their vein uh, creatures for this uh exact thing they run on antifreeze instead of water yeah, i don't think antifreeze wouldn't freeze at this particular uh temperature either i don't listen I don't care. I'm ignoring some of the rules of <laughs> biology here. I'm so sorry to you, Cheryl, but 
I do like fungi. We're going to go with fungi. They're eating kind of the uh, rocky material of which yeah. this catacomb was formerly built. That way we can have like a cool crumbling columns. Yes, I love this. And when all else fails, mushrooms. extremophile bacteria. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, yeah. Thank goodness. So- so to be specific, there is actually a third part of that uh, lichen symbiosis. Uh, that, yeah, that there's there there is a. a I'm liking this explanation. Hey. And, but I, I I agree with I agree with fungi. You know, there's a fungi that grows on the inside of the uh, the concrete dome covering Chernobyl that feeds on yes. the radiation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's definitely. That actually, I, I, there's definitely a decent amount of radiation going around these days, uh, even without probably the human interference, just because I haven't figured it out. But uh, yeah, definitely, there's. Uh, mm, wait, I, I'm not even sure. <laughs> Look, we're making, we're building this bridge as we go. That's the whole point of the game. It's very exciting. <laughs> So yes, we have a fungi and a uh, failed genetic experiment column. Um, Let me see what the... So is this like a like a vault that kind of rises out of the ground? Like... Yeah, it kind of looks... uh, Svalt... Svalt... Wait. The seed vault. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Svalvard? Sure. Yeah. Cheryl is nodding so emphatically. You can also use words, Cheryl, if you want. <laughs> you could tell us what it talk is. Talk over you every time, but yes, so, you got it right. I think you got to talk over one of us, <laughs> otherwise you don't get to talk. Uh, I can't be like that. Um, <laughs> perfect. Uh, which, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, it's kind of a vault. I pictured Greek columns just because that aesthetic is cool to me um i think that was why they put them there too like i want to be clear this had no functional purpose like we're not required to support any structure they just looked cool i ain't that humanity huh danny mead's gonna go shh and put his hand on one of the columns and listen closely just for theatrics oh no that's uh there's probably a move i can give you for that there's gotta be a look around move if he's bullshitting, Islay is going to look at him with such a stink face. <laughs> is he bullshitting? He is. Cool. The um, rooms are speaking through me. Okay, actually. They want us inside of them. <laughs> That's upsetting to hear. Uh, why don't you give me a lower roll? Uh, kind of as a diffuse. Just to like kind of set the scene for like how yeah, who's mushy, uh, lore, or possibly lore. I think is right. You um, want me to roll lore? Uh, for diffuse, yeah, or just to like, assess the um, situation. Unless I roll think... ten for lore. Ooh, there you go. All right, and then uh, Peter, I see kinda... a cat has joined you. Yes, she will continue to do that. <laughs> this is my um. Uh, Charon, as a cultivator, gets a trained attack animal, and that is that's it. Just uh, she's role playing. It's, it's part of the <laughs> immersion that we provide here on Nature Check. <laughs> beautiful, absolutely beautiful. My cats look just like that. <laughs> they will probably never bother showing up on stream, but we'll see. We've got time. Uh, 
Cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. So um, I don't. How much were you bullshitting with that listening? Because I, so I felt that Ganymede kind of was trying to ascertain whether there was any danger inside of the runes, like people cool. walking around inside of the catacombs, or if there were yeah, signs okay. of other people having been there recently, and there weren't signs of yeah. people there recently, or making any noise or anything like that. That's uh, I think with that role of a. But he's trying exactly to be funny gets. by pretending that the runes were speaking to him through the walls as opposed to listening closely to the situation. Beautiful. Perfect. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, and however much you uh, feel like uh, admitting it, that, yeah, it's, it seems fairly um, devoid of activity. Yeah. Uh, as far as I can being. tell, we're alone here, so. Which is cool. If you and your um, beetle friend want to come check it out, you unless the beetle has it. to stay outside, I don't know if there's a no pets policy here. You know what? There's probably like a locked doorway. I think it needs to get through if we want to. I've seen one of these like, before. I think it's called a door. I mean, the number one enemy of all technology. role players. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I, think, I think perhaps we can deal with the but no like, pets you... policy and the door at the same time. Uh, and I'm going to like try and use the like head of my mount to like force the door open i oh, assume just gonna it's gonna rhino it yeah. yeah like a rhino okay yeah yeah sure. i mean if, if it's a dung beetle then it's got like it's it's like a tank it's built and it's got it's like a shovel for a face so yeah, it's gonna just kind of like try and like hook into it and just kind of like rip it open why don't you roll force but with advantage because you're riding your cool beetle okay um which is just three dice take the best two I haven't tried rolling yet. Is that it? It gives you the option to roll with advantage. Oh shit! Yeah. And then no modifiers. Oh god. Oh my god. That was with advantage. Yeah, I got. Wow. A two instead of a one on that. All right. Um, Used up all the good luck. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. So uh, for everybody listening, I rolled three dice and got a six. So got a six. Mm-hmm. A, a six second. out of 18. Blech. Well, isn't it? Well, three dice drop. Yeah, uh, it, drop yeah, a it's, yeah, yeah, it is. Dropped a one, which hey, yeah, I rolled a two, a four, and a one. I'm in a transport. Oh, wait, you're not. Land progress. Uh, all right. Well, I listen, I think I'm gonna have to take your mount from you. I'm so sorry. He but... dies. Well, listen, so... you've rolled a bad and also bad at the first one the book says the game master is allowed to deal as much badness as they want you know what i'll listen he loses his horn all right let's start we don't want to get too oh just to start but like no no that's that's horn snaps right off on uh, the face of the door okay yeah um i i leap off of his yeah i I leap off his back and i run around and too harsh he's like it's like, like, like bleeding hemolymph out of the front of his face. Like, I like, I I'm glad rip you open, know the word for that. Rip, rip open one of the like uh, saddlebags that I have, um, and uh, reach inside and I grab uh, oh, this yeah. like large package Shit, I have right. of uh, like medical supplies. Um, pull it out and I'm just like this, this, uh, this gray powder. Um, like I have this big plastic bag of it and I just rip it open and like dump it all over his face uh, to like staunch the blow. And like it's uh, like all of a sudden you see just like the, 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 the hemolymph t- starts to like congeal 
um, mm-hmm. to like clot uh, up the. Why don't you roll? Let me look at your character sheet. Uh, wait, nope, that's family. Uh, I'm just figuring since I had Med Med Bay as one of my vehicles. Yeah, is like is yeah, no, totally. I, I love that. Um, you but, can definitely use that. Go ahead. Oh, Islay isn't saying anything, but I'm watching this. Like he's using our medical supplies on a bug. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, I'm also I, watching this. Like he had to use all of it. Like, I'm not sure I mean, yes. You've Everyone got cares more about this beetle too. than he cares about any of you. We have been together for decades. <laughs> oh, shit. He, he would, yeah, he I would definitely say couldn't that. have. No, listen, I get that. I'm sorry for trying to just like knock out your cool pet turn one. That's not cool on yeah. my part. Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> believe you would do this to. I know, monster. Yeah, Charybdis. live for decades? Uh, sure, I mean, why the not? genetically modified giant ones can. <laughs> I'm skeptical. Uh, I mean, dumb sep- beetles already have a longer lifespan than a lot of other beetles because of their weird, like, sub-adult phase, so take that. Well, there you go. What's their average lifespan? Um, so they, um, their, like, minimum, I guess, would be two years because they spend one summer season in this, like, rifung You can't have a minimum lifespan. <laughs> Every species is different, Xander. Don't have to listen to your rules, Xander. <laughs> Get out of here, psychologist. <laughs> Who did their masters on dung beetles? Um, yeah, they have. I'm just saying it's unlikely that it's immortal for the first two years of its life. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, hey, I'm not a. I'm not a. Uh, but, I'm intentionally choosing the wrong one, sir. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they go through yeah. a phase called um, Reifungsfrasse, which in German is basically like like subadult feeding is what the, the phase is. So, like, they go through normal, like, egg, larva, pupa stages, like other insects that go through complete metamorphosis. So think butterflies. Um, but then when they emerge, instead of being immediately sexually mature adults capable of reproducing, they're in this, like, sub-adult phase where they're not sexually mature yet, and they spend more time feeding and getting resources to get bigger and stronger and healthier and whatever, and then they become sexually mature. So they have a little bit of a longer, um, like life arc than a lot of other complete metamorphosis metamorphosis insects yeah. do yeah that sounds like something that like two thousand years from now we can stick just a uh, lever in the genetic code of and just wrench it right wide open peter totally has a bug with a human lifespan what do i care let's have fun with it so so dung beetles are still on the low end so uh, queen termites <laughs> could live for 15 years and uh, okay, there are actually yeah, a couple basically of basically there <laughs> And there are a couple of wood boring beetles that uh, develop really, really slowly um, that can emerge after 20, 30 years. Um, basically, they're eating such a low nutrition food in wood that it's it probably takes them... not your. <laughs> they just stay under the wood for like 30 years. That mm-hmm. does sound pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. Almost like quarantine. Oh, um, that one. Uh, <laughs> give me a lore roll. Boring. Oh, God. I can't believe it took me that long to. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was that was rough. Give me a lower roll with the You're off the so show, Xander. On for this. <laughs> horrible, horrible thing. Who's rolling the lower? I'm sorry, is that me? Uh, uh, no, uh, Peter, the shepherd. Okay. Sharon. Sharon? How are you pronouncing it? Charon. Charon, right. Karen. That's a, that's a, like sorry, it's it's spelled no, C-H. Same. Yeah, the moon, like the, the boatman on the river sticks. Like, it's, well, a, it's a Greek hard, hard K sound. Karen. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Those dang Greeks. Um, oh no, I've lost the roll twenty. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Uh, I'm rolling lore. Yeah, give me, give me that lore. 
that sweet, sweet lore. Well, yeah. I actually have a modifier for that, so I get a, get a plus one. Oh, that's an 11. 11. Oh, we're minning and maxing today, huh? Apparently. <laughs> that's how I do. Uh, successfully heal your beetle, Mark. Uh, you're no longer prepared medicine-wise, just the other thing, <laughs> food-wise. Congrats, I guess. You saved your beetle. I mean, that, that's a win. I think we can all agree yeah. that's a win. Yeah. It's a pretty cool beetle. So. Yeah. Yeah. It has a name, I guess. Uh-huh. I probably can't. Yeah, it's uh, Charybdis. Charybdis. Not remember that. Is that nice. like a Greek thing? Are yeah. You being... yeah. It's the right. whirlpool in the Odyssey. <laughs> My English that. major is showing. I just oh, want true. everyone to know that uh, Xander is the one that started this Greek mythology thing by naming his character Ganymede, and now I'm just like going with it. <laughs> it's okay. I named a character you'll run into later. I named him Pluto. So that's fun. <laughs> that does not bode well. No, it's yeah, chill. He's the uh, head of the nuclear engineering faction. Oh, he's not the god Just of death. Like that's Pluto. Good yeah, isn't that fun? <laughs> yeah. Pluto, Plutonian. I thought that was clever. But we're not there yet. Right now, we're trying with this door. Peter just ran his bug into it for some reason, and then like its horn snapped off, so he healed it. So that's kind of good win loss. Can we like kinda, look you know, at the it's door kinda... and see what kind of door it is <laughs> yeah. to a, a, like develop um, a strategy for opening the door instead of just like running into it? Did he push instead of pull? Like, what's up? Yeah, given that that <laughs> failed, I'm gonna <laughs> say that it uh, had like a gigantic uh, turn wheel <laughs> on it that's kind of stuck when you uh, go at it. So you know, you definitely do still have something ahead of you, but it wasn't a bug problem. <laughs> but had that worked before we described the door, it would have been a door that busts right in. Like, I want to be clear. I want to <laughs> apologize with your to everyone. I've been raised to believe that every problem is a bug problem. And <laughs> so um, perhaps one of you has a better suggestion for how to open this door. Uh, so what if? you said there's a turn wheel on it. Did we uh, yeah, and let's uh, say a keypad, which may or may not be related. Uh, Just kind of give you some options in terms of how you feel. Um, can we try to turn the wheel? Can I yeah, try to absolutely. Turn the wheel? Yes, give me force. <laughs> that's a force That will roll. probably go badly for me, but... I mean, that's we'll fine. Play. Listen, the worst case is that you roll a six and then I get to do something bad, and that's Then fun. he kills your bug! <laughs> I almost kill your bug. Peter wasn't yeah, already drinking. You'd have given him to drink by now. <laughs> oh, that's enough. Now, all right. Uh, I mean. Oh, that's a. Wait a minute. I, wait a minute. I thought it was 2d6. One. How do you roll a one on 2d6? I rolled two twos minus one. Yeah, that makes sense. Or, sorry, two ones minus one. Math is hard. Oh, it's pretty bad. Oh, that's my goodness. Literally uh, the worst you could roll. Well, no, you sure. could get a zero. I didn't. Really have Wait, you'd have to have a minus two to no, get a zero. Yeah. Or we can look up the rules for assisting with a roll, because I think there's a way to bump it up to the next category if someone else succeeds on a roll. Yeah, I was going to, there, I mean, but like you can no, bump it up to the next category. No, but you get a first. Um, yeah, but like there's on, no way to bump that, like it would get bumped up box. to a... I think the first one's not a pr uh, problem. Yeah. So it throws out her back? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's it. I'm an old woman. <laughs> Should not have tried that, but I respect the effort. Um, I feel like, like 
Isla and Ganymede are like looking at the two old people trying to open the door. We're <laughs> just like with our arms crossed, like looking at each other, looking at the door, looking at the old people, looking at each the other. Grad looking students at the grad students are kind of looking around, like, what the fuck is going on? I like that we're both like. You have an so. unlimited number of fishing spears true, and I knives. Made my grad student. An unlimited number of fishing spears and knives. Not unlimited. I, let's be fair. You can't. Uh, <laughs> oh, I like. like I, video game pockets keep pulling them out of everyone. Yeah. Now I'm no, imagining listen. you were like. Hey, grad student, go open that door. And the door was like electrified, and he just like ah, just dies. Well, before, but as scientists, we must replicate our results, and then you tell another grad student that to go open the, the door. That is the grad students. Yeah, we well, just got to keep going through the grad students until the door opens. Oh, the door. No, only no, so no. much capacity that could be in those batteries. Uh, uh, before Alyssa <laughs> so hurt her back, I was going to suggest putting my fishing spear through the wheel and using it as leverage, presuming that the wheel is probably stuck because Hell it's yeah. old yeah that was my assumption too but we'll see what <laughs> uh succeeds in opening it uh yeah give it a go uh okay. we'll force with somebody who has a good force role i think right? <laughs> that would be me um do i get advantage for using a tool or am i just rolling absolutely straight? yeah no no you got a tool I, it's all about finding ways <laughs> to leverage the things you have in this case quite literally but like that's very yeah. much the... Mm, that's all 11. Right. Yeah, doing oh. oh no, it's a, it's a one again, but this time there's two of them. <laughs> it's, it's twice as bad. I yeah. was not expecting a door to be this big a deal, but I, here we are. I, I said, s- doors no, are I, the enemies you of me. every RPG. You warned me. But yeah, I after looking up. at each other for a minute, I like very, like, completely stone-faced, like, walk over and put my spear into the wheel and just like... You dumbasses. I assume. You give them the look. Do you give them the look? That's important to me. No, right I don't. No, she, excellent. She is very like Even just military regimented. She just like mm. spins the wheel, pulls the spear out, and steps back. Like really, just kind of. I love yeah. that. It's showing off in the coolest possible way. All right. Well, that door is open, gang. There's shadows again. Isn't that exciting? Because there's a sun. So uh, you got. Well, there were shadows in your flickering fluorescence. Like I said, I just. I'm sure you could have had cooler lights, but I just can't picture cooler lights in an underground nuclear-powered metropolis, you know what I mean? Like, you probably have had CFC, I don't know. Anyhow, it's not important. What are we doing? Uh, You've got a door, um, kind of, you see mostly a bunch of kind of pods, you know, like those cool bioreactor pods like from all the sci-fi horror um most of them are broken a few of them are glowing um actually none of them are glowing. no one of them has the light on <laughs> sorry no we have it's very important it's like green uh there's a, some kind of weird stuff floating in at least three of them let's say uh yeah that's pretty exciting for you guys what do you want to do wait so what does a thrown out back mean like functionally like um so what's the i did, haven't looked at like your... is that harm or is that like yeah i was gonna say just because you rolled a, a really really bad roll uh why don't you that put that one on your harm glitches? box apparently that's a glitching aura which a glitching i don't aura. even know what that means what does that mean yeah you have an aura cool if now you have an aura it's that's cooler oh, my aura has been glitching probably not the neuropsychological definition of aura it's probably the metaphysical definition of aura is my yeah i just have migraines now yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say 
that energy projector thing. So like I, I could see it kind of glitching a little bit in terms of higher stuff. But yeah, some migraines too, probably. I don't know. <laughs> it's a box of harm. That's what you get for throwing your back. Well, out. I get migraines after I check the third box. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah, I guess if there's no harm, there's no migraines, huh? Or no stat loss. That can't be bad enough to be a migraine. Uh, but hey, here we are. Um, you've got, yeah, bubbling. I was going to keep saying bioreactors, but like that's an entirely different thing. I used to actually briefly, this is a complete aside, work on bioreactor stuff for a little bit, which was pretty cool. I was doing farming. Anyhow, neither here nor there, uh, but um they're like bubbling you know like uh the one luke's in or the one goku's in or any of those other numerous uh sci-fi bubbly pods in the various sci-fi properties uh yeah what do you guys want so we're in this it's basically a long hallway with with these pods on either side uh yeah i'm picturing kind of steep yeah, 30 meters. That's a pretty long dang hallway with like a pod every five uh, meters kind of figure about, oh gosh, I know. Uh, yeah, you know, a uh, few to six feet across, I guess. Couple so like meters. Matrix style? like Yeah, exactly. Very kind of stuck in, except most of them are of course broken because like it's been a fucking millennium. Uh, although there's definitely... Uh, you know, there's still one with a green glowing light on it, but whatever kind of weird, probably like bad cow fetus, you know, like they uh, tore around in that one episode of Firefly or whatever. Um, I am making too many references. I apologize. We'll get better. Oh, I love this. a good Firefly reference. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. I'm glad. We're- I'm sorry. If you're watching a, 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 ro- a role-playing game stream and you're not the kind yeah. of person that has seen Firefly already, like, it's weird. Yeah. re-examine your life. Also, is there such thing as a bad Firefly reference? No. I mean, that's hmm, what it is. But um, can I roll unearth forgotten lore? Yes, I love that. Uh, I was looking for a move that fit the situation, but couldn't figure it. I'll roll that one. What is it? So I roll plus lore, and if I succeed, I get to ask a question. And I'm planning on asking, where is oh. it drawing power from? Yes, that's perfect. Because of the green yes. light. And yeah, cow fetus apparently. And Unless that was right. an example. <laughs> uh, that's probably one of the broken reactors, but it definitely doesn't seem like a worthwhile genetic example to you, Peter, who uh, knows things about this sort of thing. You say it does not seem like one. Um, not necessarily. Like it's this old uh, world uh, genetic material, which may be pre-fall genetic material, which may be worth whatever it is to you i got a super um, success but it's not like novel oh nice oh hell yeah uh oh yeah 12 i don't think there's that's different from a 10 but it's still very good on a 10 uh, i get to ask three things that's three yeah and, and i get one point of data. data this is going well sorry for using up all the good luck everybody hey somebody's gotta <laughs> i have a plus one to lower so i mean genuinely like half of like being up like this game well and Powered by the apocalypse is just doing the things your character is good at and not doing the things you're bad at. <laughs> at least trying to avoid it very it hard. We all lived our lives a little bit more like that. <laughs> well, here I am directing 12 tone videos. So I'm glad we didn't do it too much. Listen. Uh, so many plugs for 12 tone. It really is a good channel, though. 
Eh, it's fine. Well, Tone, what's that? Oh god, we're not doing this. <laughs> it's it's good. I love it. Watch it if you want it. But uh, you got a good lore roll. Ask me some questions. So I'm gonna ask, where is it drawing power from? Downstairs. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, specifically, at the end of the hallway, you see um, much smaller than the cool elevator you came up in. Like, um, but uh, what? you assume to be an elevator door, uh, or a pair of elevators, rather. Is the elevator operator also smaller? Uh, you don't see. The doors are closed. Maybe. Can't have an elevator without an elevator operator. Uh, to the best of your knowledge, certainly. Yeah, no, it would be wild if these elevators were operatorless, but we'll see. You guys gotta open... Oh no, I've put more doors. I am a fool. I, I feel like now. at this point, I am I would be worried if there <laughs> were an buttons. operator for this elevator. Actually, you know what? One of them doesn't have a door and is just like a dark, empty shaft. Uh, <laughs> the other one has a cow fetus in a yellow or orange vest with a little teeny hat on top. <laughs> no! Oh god. That's the best NPC. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen Young Justice? It's nothing like that. Uh, there are pods, though, in that particular show anyhow uh and kind of there's a bunch of cables that kind of t uh on each side of the room because there are pods on your left and pods on your right um wires from each of them kind of lead uh towards the back and you Shadow, kind of are you dancing to the pods on your left pods on your right <laughs> <laughs> maybe are you i want to know what tune went through your head when you heard that <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Buffett, right? <laughs> I don't remember exactly which one, but I know it's a Jimmy Buffett song that to my left, something to my right. I don't. This is nothing. I'm so sorry. Give me another question. We'll get through this together, gang, and uh, probably take a um, bio break soon. All right, another question is, how can I turn it to my advantage? So how can I use this area to my advantage for um, my family? Let's let me take a look at your family's needs because you need some stuff in particular. Uh, recruits, leadership, and transport. Um, uh, 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 you can ride yeah. the cow fetus. Probably can't ride a cow fetus, but uh, you suspect that. Um, oh, oh, that's what my people are going to do. We're going to take that yeah. cow fetus and we're going to use it to improve our mounts. Bring cows back, actually. It. Bring back cows. Uh, Hashtag bring back cows. Vertebrate. Hashtag bring back. Yeah, eating vertebrates. That seems disgusting to me. <laughs> uh, oh, let's not go there. Can weird. we please At not go point. there? I spend so <laughs> much weird. time on my channel not going there. Is <laughs> what it is. Listen, this is the far future. People eat bugs. Mm -hmm. Oh, you have a YouTube uh, channel too. As What's it should. called? What? Stop no. it. <laughs> <laughs> every Nature single person, did that in the intros. <laughs> every single person here works on a YouTube channel. Yeah, it's good. Um, I, I suspect uh, your best avenue here, vis-a-vis your needs, is probably. Um, I, I think you could either resolve recruits uh, by um, turning cow fetuses. Yeah, uh, recruiting. No, um, by using the prestige gate uh, by coming back prestigious basically or leadership by being uh i mean depends how you spin it coming back basically uh but i think kind of a successful mission will uh if you play it right can get your recruits or leadership okay that makes sense 
And then yeah. my final question is, uh, what dangers is it hiding? Oh, that is a great question. Uh, in fact, that'll be really Here's cool poisonous, everybody to, out. No, what, well, to, uh, you hear from the uh, open door with the elevator shaft as you peer down into it, since uh, I think the move implies you're looking around, uh, you hear some skittering, gang. You hear some skittering. Let's take a bio break. That's a cool cliffhanger. Uh, what do you say? Give it like five, gang? Dun, dun, dun. Grab some. Yeah. Thanks yeah, right. to everybody. Oh, there was one cool question from the chat um, since you were oh, yeah. what do we got? snow earlier. Sure, sure. Um, Sarah observed that um, erosion of ice would probably create a snow-like powder on the surface. Oh, shit. It, wasn't, yeah, it was kind of a, it was phrased like a question, but I think it's a good observation that yes, erosion That's, from like, yeah. the wind would, uh, well, I suppose we can well, get into an argument of whether or not there's wind. wind. Yeah. So yeah, I was going to say, is isn't wind of... partly powered by the sun? Yeah, yeah but there's atmosphere and still like thermal joking, differences. But... No, you're right. It is. Uh, yeah. uh, there's definitely going to be thermal. We can do some stuff. Uh, but yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, listen, I've only, I've been poking at this scientifically a little, just like with the sun going out and back on what happens. Because like, I'm trying to ground this a little bit in the science for Cheryl. Um, it's not just uh, for me. <laughs> not just for Cheryl. That's true. Uh, but I, I think you'd probably still, because wind is more, it's powered by the sun in its magnitude, but it's kind of happening is powered by thermal differences or pressure differences, which are caused by thermal differences. And I think those still exist, especially over the compressed oceans, uh, which I, also there's still kind of going to be hydrothermal vents that are, uh, deep down not frozen over just like where you suspect on europa i think so that's cool anyhow uh see you back here at uh 5 30 my time but you all are on different time schedules so. yeah and thanks for everybody for? who's watching and chatting we'll see you in a few minutes welcome back listener <laughs> that was sorry cool. <laughs> It was. I <laughs> welcome back, dear listener. No, I can't. Uh, so yeah, we left off. Uh, you were facing some skittering. There was some skittering. Gang, this place holds some danger. That was the question I was answering. Is what dangerous is it? Hi there. There's some skittering. You think? I mean, you don't know for sure, but it's probably some sort of bug. Hey guys, that elevator shaft is making a skittering noise, and I don't know why. Which is why I'm gonna go stand over there. <laughs> Over where, to clarify? Behind the grad students. Oh, away from yeah. the elevator shaft. Yeah. You are you're like strong fighty guy with uh, the many knives. The Common lot of conception, knives. I hate confrontation. <laughs> Wait, so, I mean, you so can do it. How big Go is ahead. this room and how many people from our party are in it? Like, is it just um, us or is it like everybody? Uh, uh, I guess I was making some assumptions here, um, but uh, you could certainly tell anybody to stay out, but uh, I was about 30 meters long. I don't know, it's a more corridor-y, uh, so there's probably room to walk two to three people abreast uh, uh, between the two sets of kind of back-to-tanks or, you know, whatever non-trademark thing that is, uh, you'd like to imagine instead of that. Uh, remember, do not imagine it as a trademark property or they will come for me. Um, <laughs> They're coming for your imagination. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, 
but yes, um, I kind of had pictured probably um, getting me uh, gone in. I don't necessarily, because uh, I, I think um, he had to, to answer the questions as I gave him. I don't. Was I like, everybody stay a, here. I'm going to take a look around. That's well, I got good you. news that's, and bad news. That's a good, good news. Question. Is I figured out where the power is coming from. The bad news is it's skittering. Uh, skittering is that some kind of and then I try to replicate the skittering noise with my mouth and I'm like does that sound like a bug to you you're the bug expert is it like those are bug legs right sure yeah that uh that's a pretty accurate bug leg impersonation yeah sure for the um medium-sized creatures uh <laughs> I mean nothing nothing the size of Charybdis out there makes any sound like that in fact the uh the what early generation sound like just wondering. Even if they're like millipedes, <laughs> like giant ice millipedes, giant armored ice millipedes, what would those sound like? Whoa, Just whoa, 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 whoa. nothing. You, what, what do you want me to do? Just I'm fully curious. work? <laughs> yes, obviously. Uh, all right, 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 it's right. like a here, but not D and D. Holy smokes. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just one. Uh, just hypothetically, <laughs> it sounded. I'm gonna go with like a, really all I'm trying to say. It's like that. Like that. That's what you heard. The ice millipedes have Thanks, many, Peter. many large snowshoes. You've seen some shit up here. That's all I'm saying. So wait, that's what it sounds like. Okay. Uh, it sounds big. Yeah. Is okay, there? Well, I threw my back out, so I'm not going down the empty elevator shaft. Does it sound like it's coming up the elevator shaft, or is this just like? Did, did he there. just do a like kind of sounding? Yeah, listen? he leaned over and listened. It didn't sound like it, it was getting any closer, but it didn't sound like it was know. necessarily if, getting if, further away either. If they are, right. if they are ice millipedes, that would be an invaluable genetic specimen to the shepherds. You've seen glimpses of them before on the surface. Never enough to like take one home or anything like that, but like you yeah, need the special hook and you have to hook it and then jump on top of it and ride it and never mind. Mm. Um, Unless yeah, the ice hookies, they no. have legs and they're in the ice. Share it. I think we should ask about what if you their make diet my subtext so text that I have no like food web sorry, go for ahead. this ecosystem. I'm so sorry, Xander. I was yelling with you. <laughs> I was going to say, I think we should ask what the millipedes eat so we can build a food web for this ecosystem. Smart. Grad students. It's uh, a great question. <laughs> grad students. Would you like me to role play as one of the Wait, grad students? The grad students are what the millipedes eat, or the grad students are the ones building the food web? I'm confused. Both. Oh, I and thought I know. the grad were. students oh, you named Hermione, Ron, and what was the other one? Uh, Jerry. <laughs> Edward. <laughs> That feels right. <laughs> Dawn. All right. We're getting ahead, uh, ahead of ourselves here. Uh, are you trying to find out what they eat? How would you like to do that? Well, the only thing we've seen down here is the mushrooms, right? The, the mm -hmm. fungus that's growing. Um, I guess I want to look at the mushrooms and see if they've been fed upon. Right. Uh, I don't necessarily think that we need to do another uh, forgotten lore thing here because, I mean, we already just unearthed this landmark and 
don't necessarily have a second thing. Um, yeah, okay. they, they look fed upon, um, probably by smaller insects. Uh, you imagine ice mites, maybe. I don't know. That sounds real. It might be I mean, those would be real. those wouldn't be insects. They'd be arthropods, or they'd oh, you know, they'd okay. be arachnids. But you know, I defer to you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what's the difference? I actually don't know. <laughs> number of legs. I'm sorry. Number of I know body we're segments. not. Thank you. Cool. Uh, My, yeah, there are there more arthropods. What what you said? Um, wow, I'm I'm Charon is really impressed that he can tell the difference between mite feeding and insect feeding. You. But <laughs> no, no, he's like oh, you're an expert. No, no he uh, he like he's like nodding to himself and he's like, God damn, I'm smart. Wow. I'm really good at this. I'm, I'm really good at this. Really, I mean, it probably really has to do with the fact that my mind. my ancestors have spent the last four generations breeding giant insects. I mean, but I mean, obviously, uh -huh. I don't know this, but still, it's really you impressive. Suspect, uh, uh, Everyone, uh, I would like I would like you to know that there is the possibility with this fungus of large mites here feeding on the fungus. But it's not really a certainty. It's more of a mite. There might be mites. Oof. I already said that, but okay. <laughs> I just wanted to hammer it home. I'm sorry. Yeah, we really didn't get it until you said it a second time. <laughs> <laughs> Sick burn, right, Jordan. So yeah. <laughs> now, now that we're really uh, just doing this. Um, in, in the midst of all of See. this, I've just, I've got my spear out and I'm just sort of like making my way in that direction not like super fast or whatever just you know doing my sentinel thing i guess okay uh you're kind of looking to just like stand sentinel as it were um i guess sorry i'm looking back um looking down at my thing and trying to figure out what to do um no go ahead so i feel like this might be a cool moment to make use of citadel of dust um and Ooh. perhaps figure out a way to like make some sort of protection for us here and lure the thing that's skittering up out of the shaft to the battleground that mm -hmm. we choose and then get rid of it and then we can go down the shaft to see what else fun is around here um that sounds really exciting all right uh i guess you don't need to roll anything uh, to set up that you get to hold three and you get to spend it to do the things you'll you can tell the group about it when it, it comes up it looks very cool awesome. um but you've like trapped it up and like i don't know probably brought like some bags that you fill with snow and or the the like ice dust that's snow like we discussed hey, thank <laughs> you uh or even uh, you said there's a lot of these pods that aren't really like functional anymore are they are they like attached to the floor or is that something that we could like push to make like a barricade of sorts that we could? Uh, they're probably attached, but a good lever could probably get them unattached, uh, let's say. And since we're using that thing, let's do it. Yeah, you could probably kind of set up a barricades of sorts. Yeah. So basically, I'd um, like to make some sort of like bivouac protected area. And then we as a group can figure out how we might want to lure said assumed dangerous thing to this area so that we can deal with it. Love Let's that. get the bad ideas out of the way first. I'm thinking we could mm -hmm. slather ourselves with barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Did you bring barbecue sauce? Yeah, I was about to say, do we <laughs> no. have that? 
Oh, I thought okay. there was a food surplus. That's, Isn't there a, a, a food surplus from oh. the shepherds? Peter, did oh, you bring barbecue is, sauce? Uh, is the food surplus I mean, specifically barbecue sauce? We have <laughs> surplus barbecue. You don't dip your bugs in barbecue sauce before you eat them. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna sell your product, you're gonna have to sell something to make it taste better too. Uh, so you know the Pretty shepherds only meal. eat an Eastern Carolina style barbecue sauce, so it's it's a vinegar based. Very, mm -hmm, you had mm -hmm. to choose barbecue sauce. <laughs> okay, excellent. <laughs> Sorry, um, uh, no, it's good to know. Um, all right, any other <laughs> ideas? Are we using the barbecue sauce? You could uh, use your food resource, and I guess it could be barbecue sauce. I don't like hate that as an idea. I do hate that as an idea, you know what I mean, but like, we can always try the dangle a graduate student down the elevator shaft idea. Uh, we yeah. could certainly uh, see what the grad students can bring together, yes. Put them on the task, I don't know. Up to Jordan, they're her grad students. we have students. some weird grenades? Couldn't we try yeah, lobbing some say, of those? Oh, like, yeah, there are weird grenades. Shot? Yes, you fucking can. Oh, I love this. Uh, yeah. Let me look at- uh, Did we protect ourselves first? <laughs> I, probably. Wait, oh, yeah. wait, how the the one active tank? How close is it to the opening to the shaft? Because Caron uh, is still really interested in like possibly trying to salvage this cow fetus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, uh, down the elevator shaft. So the, like, the, the shaft is okay, right? significantly larger, I will say, than the grenades blast radius, which I'm imagining because I've played a lot of fantasy role-playing games to be about 20 feet, because that's... Uh, anyhow, um, and they're so, aberrant, which... What did they use again? Did we decide? Mm, they used something so. other than, like... Um, but, but, but then kinetic force, so like sound waves, sonic, I get radiation. Ooh, that's fun. Ooh, uh, I don't know how you do that as a grenade, though. Like, it's kind of <laughs> wild and would linger. Uh, but what do psionics? I'm not allowing that's not real. We're not doing psionics in this world because none of you picked a psionic family, so I don't have to make it real. Um, Hot take, wait. psionics are broken in every role-playing game ever, and nobody should be using Probably. them because they're huge. No, it's... <laughs> when you said weird grenades, I was thinking anti-grav for some reason, like some kind of like... Well, that would bring the bugs to us, which I think was our goal. Yeah, that would also be an extremely specific grenade. Like, are all of my grenades <laughs> anti-gravity? Do you want to I be like, know. or you could be like the green arrow of grenades. That sounds wild. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. Hang on. No, I love it. Okay, you're the green arrow of grenades. Let's do this. Do you want to have a specific grenade for the situation? Let's... <laughs> I should probably... Can my other grenades do other things? Um, yeah, as long as they stick within, like, the aberrant tag, so it's, okay. like, not, you know, yeah. conventional explosives or whatever. Probably not. Okay. It could be fire. Okay. I don't know. That's an option. I'm down for an anti-gravity grenade, then. <laughs> that sounds so good. But, like, yeah, let's, because you work for, like, the uh, cool institute that knows shit, uh, although at the moment they don't know that much, I think, is their current, yeah. Yep. They have a need for knowing stuff, but that's fine. Um, neither here nor there. Yeah, throw. Uh, you can throw a grenade. What do I roll for that? Uh, that's a great question. I'm gonna go with this. 
from the moves, it looks more like, I think, diffuse than it does uh, <clears throat> fiercely assault necessarily, because you don't necessarily know where any of them are or if this will hurt them. You're just trying to grab their attention. So you're not like going at them. Wait, but which thing do I roll? Uh oh, gosh, you get to choose, don't you? Uh, 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 well, uh, I'd say probably either steel or f- oh, hang on, steel lore because you're using technology force because you're using kind of like grenades, or I'd say steel kind of because that's like uh, dexterity-ish um... or quick action. <laughs> Uh, so whichever of those makes sense to you. I'll go steel, I guess. Because that's, well, I have positive modifiers. On yeah, no, you pick the good one. Force. That's what I was telling you. <laughs> not force. Those are the three uh, you can pick for. Um, whichever one's best is probably what you should roll. I just like. Cool. Standard Because diffuse has a lot of, yeah. Diffuse, you can kind of diffuse in however you're trying to diffuse it, you know? Oh, I rolled a five. Damn. Oh, well, I'm that's really picking bad. up the bad rolls today. I think you got their attention, says somebody. It's not like um, overplayed. It's it's cool <laughs> because like it's a really old reference now. It's like retro. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Did we put up this shield thing or whatever? Yeah, um, Cheryl uh, okay. or the Ripple. Isley? The Ripley one. Right? Isley. Isla, yeah, Isla, yeah. yeah. Isla, hell yeah, like the scotch. Um, maybe. Uh, but spell anyhow, different. Put up the yeah, spell different. Put up the cool um, defensive area. Okay. So like you've got its attention, but um, at the same time, you know you are at least bringing its attention to this cool place. But I think um, just because you rolled a five, it comes in from an unexpected direction. Um, <laughs> you know, it comes has... in through the same door that we just came in through that we took all the time to open. It's <laughs> like, hey guys. Finally, <laughs> we're, 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 we're on the wrong thing. side we of the door. Like, turns around. We do no. this new thing and we're like, shh. Wait a minute, who are you? Um, you probably <laughs> are someone. We built a wall. <laughs> I was figuring. Well, how fast uh, can you unbuild it? You're just gonna get to I, the I other side. Of it. To, it's gonna yeah, be another one of those it. grenades. <laughs> I, I was figuring through the floor, and I, I think probably on the wrong side of the barricades for you for now, just because like you did roll a five. That's a bad number. Um, it comes so, from an unexpected direction. It just bursts okay. out of Ganymede's chest. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, waiting for that. <laughs> puts us in another uh, tense situation that uh, we could either try to defuse, or somebody could just like go. Uh, at it with their weapons and fiercely assault it, but of course you do exchange harm, and that's not great for you necessarily. So it's really bursting up out of the floor at us. Um, yeah. Um, in fact, but sorry, uh, I should describe better. I was just trying to figure out how paint us the a word five played. Yeah, let's paint a word picture. <laughs> so you've got this, I think. Um, Happy little monster. <laughs> yeah. Tiled kind of uh, sort of. A ceramic um, floor that probably kind of matches, at least in its uh, aesthetic, the cool columns that are just to look cool. Again, I, whoever built this had like a weird obsession. That's listen how it's gonna be in the wasteland because I've played Fallout and watched Mad Max. 
there's just going to be aesthetics for no goddamn reason. Um, but um, you've got the kind of tiled uh, floor and the uh, ones uh, near your feet because I think. Um, so actually, sorry, let me ask you first. So when you, you throw a grenade in the shaft and then you hop back on the other side is was the yep. plan? Okay. Then I think, yeah, attracted by that run it or the hop in particular, um, the floor tiles right near you um, erupt with a about human-sized um, kind of around... Uh, like angry armored millipede. You've seen, again, Peter, seen this shit uh, a couple times in the distance. Um, I guess, no, do millipedes have like pincers, right? It's angry. Okay. This one does. <laughs> it's like a combination <laughs> of some shit. Listen, they. If you made it a centipede, like it would have angry chilisery. Oh, would it? Okay, thank you. It's one of those instead. Oh, Pretend yeah. I said that. Yeah. Oh. Mm hmm. <laughs> You know, Charon th totally thought it was a millipede earlier based oh on the sound God, of the feet. But <laughs> yeah, like now it's the second I see it, I realize, yeah, I mean, good thing I didn't say millipede. Like everyone would be really. That would have been really, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dodge that bullet. All right. Uh, so yeah, this is, uh, you've got an angry uh, centipede. Thank you. <laughs> Popping out of the floor, uh, trying probably to um actually uh there's i think uh one right now uh you kind of hear some more probably uh come uh behind in the tunnel the skittering doesn't seem like just one uh so so we hear it in the elevator shaft or we hear it kind oh, of sorry uh under uh, this kind of one that's... probably yeah okay. uh, exactly falling behind in the same tunnel you uh suspect right now uh Perfect. you got one you can assault it you can defuse the situation somebody do something oh i my would gosh. like to spend one hold to yeah, spend blunt an enemy assault stopping it in its, in its tracks i would like to break this one ideally killing it so that it's blocking the hole it just burst yeah, that. Uh, listen, you've got your hold. Um, how do you do that? I, you probably I you have should... to set this up in advance in some sort of a way. But that. Well, I mean, have. it's go ahead. Like it's like you know, like sticking out of the floor, right? So I guess I'd like to you know mm -hmm. come down on it with my weapon, crack, and just like try to kill it. But like in such a way that it's like okay. folded in, and because like it didn't really. Did it burst the floor? It a lot it. No, more, not yet. Like, okay, yeah. Not, so then I basically. It's starting it. to, but like, I'm giving you time to act before, okay. like, this is in media res. Yeah. Bullet time now. <laughs> so, yeah. So I basically, I want to, like, I want to make its dead body plug the hole to give us time to exit gracefully. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. That works great. You uh, scramble over, uh, mark that hole down, or just note it. I don't know how strictly this will keep happening. Um, but that gives you time before two more burst out on the side that is now uh, uh, on the other side of the bullwhack. Bullwhack? I forget what you said. The thing. The block. 97 more and Therapy. we'll have a dollar peed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's uh, two more. You think that's probably not quite it. Uh, there's still some skittering from the tunnel. Uh, I'm just doing waves, gang. Listen, I don't know how to do this yet. I'm it's like a tower defense game. It's totally fine. Exactly. There's going to be a boss at the end of this. Um, so is our goal to go down the elevator shaft? Uh, I think Peter wants that. There's a power source down there. That seems cool for some of you. Uh, 
their bugs, Peter. You're muted. Yeah, oh, I want I'm the bugs. Muted. Like that's what I want. I want. I want this. Like, I want live bugs would be best. Dead bugs is okay. I'm not interested in the power source. Are you source. suggesting a rodeo in order to get one of these alive? Or yeah, I was about to say. So are we like wrangling? Are you, I mean, ideally, and... we'd be finding uh, like a giant nest made out of eggs and feces downstairs uh, with a centipede wrapped around it, oh. doing maternal care. But <laughs> maybe um... that was highly specific. That's... I Close mean, I'm just describing maternal care uh, and centipedes. Yeah, no, I think yeah. yes, I absolutely had already planned that. So I'm glad you read my mind. I did. I, there's a big one in the basement. Wasn't the only thing I'd had prepared so far. So yeah, I figured you. if I said it out loud, it would remind you that that was something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, genuinely, that's one of the things I like about this system is it's a lot more. Uh, it's very collaborative in this sort of level. Go, anyhow, go ahead. Uh, you, uh, are you doing something about this to try and capture one? So, or are you so just that was excited a no, about this? That was a Carol no on capturing the big ones, huh? Uh, yes. These big ones. There's a bigger one in the... There's not a bigger one in the basement. I'm no, saying... Caron is standing behind Islay. Like, that is, like, his his thing right now. He's, he's, not, he's not getting into physical combat right now. I'm gonna say okay. knife to meet you and throw one of my knives to try to pin one of the other two. Uh, what are they called? Chiropractors? <laughs> try to pin one of them to the wall. Centipedes. Centipedes. I'm not even joking. I forgot the word centipedes. Do you do that no, in every I... role-playing game? He did this in the last game we played together. He had a catchphrase, like a different one for every time he used his weapon. No, that I'm into it. We're gonna make chiropractor centipedes now. It'll be fine. Oh no. No, don't worry. We're not actually doing that. That's a don't maybe, say no, we'll, Lissa. We'll you see. hurt your back before. This is the perfect opportunity. That's true. This yeah. I'll wait until we get back down. Given that, according to the, the manual, this can be solved by a long rest. So, <laughs> can I roll with advantage since I'm behind the barrier and grad students? Uh, or did they so come around the barrier? Actually, are you just hunkering? Everyone is that the plan to kind of let the barriers do the work for you. That's fine. You can do that, uh, particularly if Cheryl wants to spend another hold, which is probably fine. There's I don't understand ways. what you mean by spending a hold. What does that mean? So no, basically I have, I, is... I have like the holder like points, I guess. So Citadel of Dust says that when you take time shoring up defenses, placing traps and scouting the local area, you get three hold. And when you're under assault in that area that you prepared, you can spend one hold at any time, two, and then there are three choices. So I spent okay. one hold to do one of those choices. Um, yeah. yeah. Holds kind of like tokens in, man uh, in magic that it doesn't mean much on its own. You accept that it can be spent according to how it was earned. So like, for instance, if Cheryl's uh, Cheryl's cool move is that if uh, her character spends time setting up a place, she gets hold to do a thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily know who else has hold moves, but they're very different uh, depending on who does them. Okay. Uh, I that explains why I didn't know what they were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think usually, yeah, like Unleashed Device, uh, I've seen usually empowered by the apocalypse systems that take three holds and use them to ask questions. And here it's just like, pick three questions. Uh, that's fine. Wait, not use. Yeah, the ask three, but usually it's just done through a hold. And anyhow, a lot of times it's just like a token or a point. And it comes up 
then Cheryl gets like cool trap points, barrier points, citadel dust points. Which like if you're all uh, deciding to let the barrier do the work for you, uh, then is probably what you're spending. Yes. Sorry, what was that whole question? Um, everyone seems to be hiding behind everyone else, basically, uh, <laughs> on this new side of the barricades, which is fine. Uh, like you, uh, the glass shards or whatever probably work well enough to as defenses that you're protected uh, and good as the last wave. Now they're kind of four, but they're unhappy about like crossing over, so they're more hissing at you. So you're on the right side to go down, but also between you and the exit, there's some uh, angry centipedes you'll have to deal with at some point. Uh, but right now, I think they're content to wait for you or vice versa, is what it's sure. anyway, Go ahead. So um, one of the things that I get on my character sheet, and I just want to, I mean, feel free to correct me, oh. if, uh, but I also have uh, trained attack animals, I think. That's true. Yeah, we uh, pictured those also as some sort of, um, as some sort of insect. You, I don't know, tell us about it. Do yes, I you have trained. Okay, so I get that like in addition to my mount though, right? Like just yeah, okay. Probably kind of riding alongside, like you'd have a horse and a dog pack or whatever. Yeah. So wanna... yeah. So I was I was imagining I was imagining my um my mount who uh, we've established as a dung beetle, right? So right. like there, there's, mm-hmm. there's this sculpted Basically. saddle modified, and yeah. then this you know uh like several big horns, the front of which got ripped off, but the the back too. The, there's kind of this like triceratops looking thing. So Better hope back... we don't encounter a set of double doors. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've learned my lesson there. The, the back two. I hope so. Um, we'll next time. For real. Kind of curved together. And between the back two, there's um, probably uh, like the size of a beach ball. There is a wasp nest. <laughs> what? Hanging down. I'm liking, I'm liking this. where this is going. Okay. Um, yes. So mm-hmm. um, I'm following you. I mean, I was just, like trained attack animals, right? Like I've got to, yeah. like, they've got to be wasps. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Charon uh, whistles, and, uh, and and three of the uh, three of the wasps are gonna fly in because this beetle's too big to come in through the doors. Uh, this is waiting outside, but the three wasps are gonna fly in, and, and they uh, react. You've got like a how big are these whistle wasps? Setup? I don't know. Was, they're they're trained Dalmatian attack animals. Size. They're they're like uh, yeah, Dalmatian oh, listen, size. Um, what's the what are the tags on that again? Um, Just trying to decide are, on a move for you here. It's um, shoot. Uh, oh, um, ranged and many. Ranged and many. Okay. Um, why don't you give me a fiercely assault roll? That's a plus force. Let's see. I you're just using the thing so no advantage or disadvantage uh harm to you yourself is kind of off the table but like stuff could still happen uh if it goes good then you get a lot of stuff uh go ahead (laughs) so just plus force yeah um i think there's a help somebody uh after failing a roll somebody can help you and yeah cool they can do some stuff but we'll talk about that Let's see how this well, goes. Well, that was okay. a four. 
That's not great. Um, so <laughs> let's let's look at call for aid. That feels appropriate right here. So after failing a roll, uh, say when another character helps you, if the group agrees, the helper can help and rolls the appropriate thing. Um, I just realized I was on mute. Okay. It's late. Distract them. Well, uh, if you want me to distract them, I can. I was also going to say I could use another point of hold to sneak a small group out behind enemy lines. So, like, I could okay. use the distraction of the wasps and whatever it is they're doing to get us back out the way we came. So at least we're not trapped in this room anymore. Um, I mm. don't know if that's what the group wants to do, but that is a thing I could do. Or I can follow um, Karen's order and distract them somehow. Well, um, sorry, uh, but that's that's an option for kind of after this immediate moment where uh, his bees are trying to do it, and like solid. you can definitely use this distraction to do that. Uh, but I don't think in the moment that's calling for that's if anyone wants to like help him boost it up uh, from a failure to a success. Okay. Uh, um, you do also possibly share in the consequences. So right. like keep that in mind. Uh, but like harm to you is probably also off the table unless you do something that makes me make you take harm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, uh, but right now. Uh, good. <laughs> And I was thinking, so also call for aid, like, I feel like you have sworn to be my bodyguard, yeah, and so that gives you advantage on that role. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, relevant backstory gives you advantage cool. um, on the role, so that's then true. I am going mm. to use my grappling rig thing that we discussed earlier that is a big, oh, yeah. like, net thing and shoot it at... I don't know if they're together or if there's just like one, but like basically shoot it. You to want like an electrified net gun? Like, yeah, like tangle it, it up. Do whatever the hell you feel like, yeah. or throwing net that kind of like deploys. You got whatever yeah. you want. Like a Pokeball, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, it's a net. Yeah, like a Pokeball yeah. that turns right. into a net. Yeah. Um, so I want right. to entangle one of those. So what do I do with that? Uh, <laughs> that's totally chill. That's probably also a plus force roll. Uh, so give me one of those. With advantage, I guess because if you hit Dory with advantage, Ryan. if you hit, his roll becomes a mixed success. Oh, hell yeah. Look at that. You're also immune to the consequences because you did so good. 14. Ooh, uh, 12 plus that. 2. Plus, oh, yeah, perfect plus roll. Plus 2. I only have a plus 1 to force. Plus, How did that happen? Uh, family thing? Oh. That's a fair question. Yeah, it says plus 1 plus 1. Plus one. Oh, weird. Okay, well. No, Maybe it assumed that's a, one of the plus ones or something. I don't know. No, because you had to do family thing to steal. That's right. Well, regardless, it was a hit. Eh. Whether it's a yeah. 13 or... I mean, a 14 yeah. or 13, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's not the biggest... Uh, let's not, let's not uh, waste time on that. Totally valid. Uh, yeah, sweet. You avoid the consequences. Um, and uh, Ganymede, you... Do, 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 do fiercely assault so on a seven to nine you choose one of the consequences and i get to pick two uh um, me yes um or do you have the fiercely assault move up i can list them that i probably um, should for uh, i yeah let's let go ahead yeah and let's do it list for list them for the viewers yeah, yeah while exactly. i find for it. <laughs> you folks at home uh you can for fiercely assault the player list um if you get a mixed success you pick one if you get a ultimate success you pick two of uh, you scavenge device 
you find some new info and get one data. Data's a thing. It's more a family thing than a player, a character thing. We'll get to it more later, I think. Um, your avenue of escape is clear. Um, you, or you inflict savage, terrifying harm, frightening and dismaying your foes. Um, and then I get to pick uh, two if you mix one, if you ultra succeed of uh, something someone important is harmed, others will come after you, you take harm as appropriate, or the situation is destabilized and chaos will follow, which is always fun. Uh, yeah. That's so not a good one. word. Chaos. So um, Charon's mission here is to obtain genetic data from arthropods. So he's going to try and scavenge. So it says scavenge a device. Um, uh, is okay. that... Can I can I say it like like while the wasps are in, you know swarming in and and Islay is basically like Trident and Net like Neptune fighting this thing, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Charon is gonna like run in like pull out like a small knife and just like saw off one of the legs off of the dead centipede and just like stuff it into his bag. Okay, so you're looking for a leg. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, is there anything you're kind of hoping for it to do? Um. Yeah, I guess I'm hoping. With so I've seen these guys out on the surface in like in the ice, so I'm hoping that I can get some genetic material that'll allow, like, I, I guess provide cold resistance for our okay, um, like something cool, some kind of like antifreeze technology for our insects or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, some cold adaptation. Hell yeah, I love it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Okay. I'm assuming uh, that that is why, like, I'm assuming that's why um, Charybdis's horn broke. Is like maybe his exoskeleton is like hyper brittle in the cold. Yeah, I love that. You know what you're talking about. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> no, it's it's a bug designed uh, mostly for like cave life. Isn't going to necessarily survive on this like really harsh surface. That's totally yeah. valid. I. Yeah. I'm glad you're thinking about it so that someone is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, like I said, it's you uh, describe the device and you get to give a clue to its function and I get to give a clue to its function, which is that it's still twitchy. It's still very twitchy. Um, but you get your cool leg and I get to pick two bad things. Um, so you're getting in close is what you're telling me? Mm-hmm. Because it sure sounds to me like you're asking for harm. Now, these aren't too big. Like I said, they're like, you know, only like, what's that? That feels like less than a meter around. Um, So it's across. Uh, Would probably um, only deal, let's say, one harm to you, but take a harm. Okay. Uh, And likewise, um, you think it has your scent. You suspect this is not the last of the centipedes you're going to see, even uh, if you don't stay here. All right. So they're called centipedes because they catch your scent? I thought they were called centipedes because they had 100 legs. No, it's entirely, that's, uh, there's only so many sounds in English, you know. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking distant, distant future. It's just how it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Latin roots don't even exist anymore. Exactly. We declenched nothing. <laughs> Is that a thing? Uh, I think that's I, a thing. I, I recommend we make a full retreat. 
I'm a little you, bit worried there are more of those. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's up to you guys now. You do have one more hold, Cheryl. I can tell you, you can probably get... Um, I don't think everyone wandered in. There's probably a few grad students still outside or whatever. Definitely some of the support <laughs> staff, you know, a couple of the engineers, a uh, few of the hunters, scouts, whatever. Um, like, you could probably qualify everybody who's in there as a small group for the sake of your uh, Citadel of Embers? No, Darkness? Citadel of Dust. Dust! dust dang it! Dust. I was so close. Um, All right. Yeah, so I will use another hold to uh, sneak a small group out behind enemy lines and away from oh. the smelling centipedes or whatever's going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is great news because uh, not only are you leaving the area that you've set up, that you were leaving it with all of your hold spent. Very exciting. Um, the smellipedes, smellipedes, are we going with that? <laughs> How do we feel about it? Okay, I'm seeing some emphatic nodding and I don't love it, but all right. It's the only way I know how to nod. <laughs> no, that's fair. I, you got to do you. I just, it's making me think about myself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Peter, what have you done? Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, oh, the lighting. It's very, okay. I changed my lighting too because it was getting dim. Oh god. No, that's too much. Um, <laughs> sorry, viewer. Well, did you uh, get what you did you get what you came for, Sharon? Did you? Well, he's frozen, so the antifreeze must have not worked. Oh yeah, he Oops. is frozen. Is Peter gone? RIP Peter. Shall we move on to the secret military research facility? RIP Peter, yeah. I mean, I think we've got everything we need here. Um one wiggly leg. <laughs> Great. Got a one wiggly leg, some info. I mean, mostly this is an info gathering thing anyways. So info is great. Now you know. Uh, got one point of data. This place. A bit of data. You know, like if you want to like deal with one it, data. you got to handle some uh, centipedes that like apparently have smell. I don't know. It's wild. This Peter. Oh, he's gone for real now. R.I.P. <laughs> Oh, God, that messes up everything on the uh, layout. It's it? fine. We'll figure it out when he comes back. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair Unreliable. Well, didn't you say that the other centipedes internet. were after him? Now I'm worried. Yeah, right? same, right? <laughs> they found him. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Uh, that was fast. They do have actually, a lot of legs. Peter, I'm going to run quick to the bathroom. Uh, if anyone else wants to, we'll wait for Peter. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Bye. Yeah, technical issues, gang. <laughs> Yay, yeah. we're back again. All right. Hi. Hi, everyone. Wait, uh, nope. He's frozen again. Look at that face. Oh, Peter. Oh, Peter. Well, oh, he's back. There it is. Okay, Excellent. the sign of panicking. Superb. Love it. Uh, I'm just going to show you guys my Calvin Hobbes bit, tattoo. Right? Just a couple but... of pixels. <laughs> yeah. Can I even do that in Zoom? I don't know. Was... They do have a button that makes your face like smoother, and I hate it. Oh, yeah. It's neither no. here nor there. I'm sorry. These these wrinkles, right? uh, they're, they're, they're hard earned. They're 100% all of my charm. So right? I just, if I God do that, I. this face. I don't yeah. need to fuck with it. <laughs> no. But, um. Yeah, you were. Uh, you got your cool leg, uh, and know there's a power source in the basement, and also had information about the sort of thing that infests this place, which is kind of cool, and like some idea of what it contains. So hey, you've got a lot of intel here. All of it, very exciting. Are you good? You got out. 
you probably you suspect that like well, now that they have the taste for uh, human flesh, that they, they're not stopping necessarily. But like you're out. You no problems will come from this. Yeah. All right. No problems will likely come for um this. That's yeah. Well, I'll scout to the I'll north see. on my speeder bike, and I'll let you know what it looks like. Okay. Do you want to once again do whatever that move is? I forget. Wasteland survival. Uh, wasteland survival is probably right. There's also a forge a path one, but I think well, wasteland I'm, survival I'll is do wasteland more. Wasteland survival for now. Yeah, I, I think did that's forge the scale. Earlier. No, I think the scale we're looking at is especially because you're like scouting more than. But yeah. Oh, where's my? What did you oh, roll? Ten. Oh. Excellent. I haven't failed a damn so, thing yet. On a hit. Well, now you did it. <laughs> you... So I work. I work for roll twenty dot net work for roll 20.net and so and? i just told them to give me all the good rolls excellent so uh i have to read the effect sorry i'm not no that's all right uh, again because we got viewers i'm gonna read it out loud on a hit pick one the gm will give you further details that's me uh sorry uh you lose something a member of your group is hurt an obstacle or threat is blocking you uh sorry blocking your way back so you can get there but like Maybe it's a rock slide, but on a 10 plus, you also get a good thing from which you get to pick one of you discover a hidden treasure uh, worth a lot if you can secure it. You discover a secret path you can take to this route without triggering this move. So you get like a cool route or you discover a secret and then we have to like figure that out. Um, I definitely want to discover a hidden treasure in the wasteland because that sounds fun. And then I guess I'll pick. Do I get to pick what I lose along the way, or do you give me the um, It's it's you lose something. Let me take. Uh, I mean, what did you have in mind? Because like, let's talk. I wasn't sure. That's why I was wondering if I had to pick or if you picked. No, I I, I have to pick uh, necessarily. Uh, but like, if you had something, I happy to defer. Um, how, hmm. I'm gonna pick an obstacle or threat is blocking my way back. Ooh, and like um, I'm okay, gonna well, say. Got that. <laughs> oh, go ahead. What do you? Does it? Well, I don't want it to derail the story, that? though. I want it to be something. No, go ahead. I will... Well, I was gonna say, well, no, because you said that other people aren't on the surface yet, right? Um. Well, I mean, to your knowledge, uh, you're not like the only underground metropolis, but certainly, I figure BSG style. There's definitely been major loss of contact. Although, honestly, I can't, like, technologically justify it, but, like, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Um, uh, can I say that my obstacle it. is that my, my bike stops working? Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that I guess that's an I obstacle. Will... I was thinking, like, a physical obstacle, but... No, I, that's an obstacle. You're in a situation now where you... Um, hmm. I, you know what? I, I'm even going to let you kind of have uh, led the party there, so like you can all arrive at your cool new military research facility. Um, but yeah, your bike definitely uh, is out of gas. Dang it, you should have fueled up. Uh, Damn off. fossil fuels. Now you can walk right? with the rest of us. Very hard to come across, that's the problem. <laughs> I flip it into neutral, so now it's just like a like a bike you pedal. No, you just, yeah. <laughs> oh, it has like, pedals? If, yeah, it wouldn't For just be such an so occasion. heavy though. <laughs> So very, very heavy. So it loses the swift keyword. Yeah. 
yeah okay now do just i discover a hidden treasure or does our group discover a hidden treasure um i i think just you if you want it um well the thing uh, that my character is looking for is a yeah. way is a way of um hang on i gotta i gotta read because i wrote it because like you kind of went ahead to scout and so you don't necessarily have to bring back all the information if you're not feeling right generous, so, especially if it's not on the route Ganymede was looking for a critical component of a medication synthesizer that mm -hmm. replicates insulin and other medication for underground people. Mm -hmm. um, sure. And it was something that they couldn't <laughs> make. So that's why he, that's something he was looking for to bring back uh, for his family to sort of use uh, back in the underground areas. So is that something valuable? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, or do I find yeah. a device or like a clue to where I might find that or something? I'm not sure. Um, it's just, uh, it's, it's worth a lot if you can secure it as the kind of reading. So it kind of has to be something with enough, um, attached to it. So I think that, uh, well, kind of just scouting around the area, you find enough information to know that it's inside your, uh, the cool military research facility. So that they would have the component that I'm looking for. Okay. That makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I'm not quite sure how you would necessarily know because uh, not we haven't quite drilled down into what's broken or missing. Um, mm -hmm. But like you feel confident that you can uh, replace it in here. The quantum nebulizer. The quant, you feel, yeah, that like this, these uh, military, you know, uh, folks researching something. It was definitely the quantum nebulizer. There's you see be the, the quantum, the quantum nebulizer uh, room one mile that way. It's a lot of tunnels, let me tell you. <laughs> I, I mean, just kind of, I guess, looking up, um, since you've got there, I guess I should describe it, huh? Um, because it's a, what were once kind of gigantic bunker doors, uh, really like two foot like thick steel doors kind of opened up. Uh, they're about... I want to say like five meters across. So like you could fit, you know, a pretty big truck through, um, actually uh, two trucks side by side, probably. I don't know, right. And kind of those, uh, there are rails leading through it. So you assume kind of stuff was laid. It's uh, kind of the entrance looks a lot like the mines and caverns that you guys uh, have surely dug. Like, it's been a lot of digging, guys. You've been underground for quite some time and in need of nuclear fuel, too. So, like, that absolutely were mining operating. Anyhow, that's neither here nor there. It looks uh, kind of at its opening like a large uh, mine, uh, basically, um, with tracks for shifting stuff out. What do you want to do? Dibs. Huh? Dibs. 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 All right. It's mine. I mean, well. that's up to some moves later on, but we're not there yet. You can secure an, a crucial, crucial advantage to that, though, moving on, if you handle this right. What are you doing? What's just calling uh, Dibs? Lisa, Is don't that... you have a contact here or something? I don't remember. Uh, Do I... What? Oh. You had a contact here. You were looking for something here. I don't right. remember. I had... No, had um, gone on secret missions here before. Yeah. You don't know about this. You those. don't know about that. You don't know about oh. this. <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> what names. secret mission? <laughs> Who stilled the beast? I have no idea what you're talking about. Ne neither do I. Clearly. Never been here before <laughs> in my life. 
<laughs> I feel like we need a clearly defined uh, like goal here. What is our goal here? Is this to just obtain technology? Um, I, I mean, once again, I think any one of you uh, probably wants to fill your family's needs. Um, kind of is always a background goal of yours. Um, but likewise, add to sur add cool new things to your surpluses is equally beneficial because um, moods just like. The whole thing this runs on maybe we'll see i think yeah I played it at the family level yet we'll find out together yeah. but not this um so there's that um you've kind of broadly as an expedition been tasked with uh specifically gathering information about like i hadn't specified this previously but i uh suspected kind of above ground habitability in particular like i have to imagine them like moving back kind of is somewhat of a priority or at least uh, something that we they kind of want to explore on kind of uh, like how we want to live on the moon sort of deal, you know, and like, and of course, uh, above ground has like way cooler and different resources. So that's also exciting. Uh, so yeah, those are kind of your goals is to find shit out and secure footholds and whatnot. Is there a door? Uh, no, it's wide open. I, we're not doing this. It's a very long tunnel. It kind of curves off. You don't know what's behind it, but the door is open. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> Only one door an episode. It was an elevator door. I just provided an open alternative. So, What is the sun doing to the ice oh god that's um i mean much like uh in the antarctic it's providing something in the way of uh relief against the um absolute frigid temperatures i have to imagine it's probably getting up into you know the low negative 90s now and uh as opposed to kind of the so darkened swimsuit weather. yeah <laughs> Uh, no, actually, well below the freezing point of water. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, I, I, I don't think it's particularly likely to melt anything, but it kind of might refuse some of that, like, sand or ice sand dust grains would be kind of the most. It might make things a little slicker. I just, I, I, I think the cold overwhelms by a pretty significant margin, especially at this point where the Atmo hasn't really had time to heat back up because the sun's back, guys. Guys, the sun's back. The Atmo. Oh. You're so hip. Um, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <sighs> um, speaking of the sun and, and things, um, how long did it take us to get from the catacombs to the secret base oh, facility thingy was this like great, like did we spend yeah. a sleep out here or how did that there's work? probably a sleep yeah um you probably have to make camp it's uh well set up well defended um because I, I mean uh then it just like crushed it with that uh 10 on the survival roll you avoided attack i think but um yeah you probably did have to i don't know do you guys uh how would your sleep schedule kind of match up with the sun has it yet i imagine because i know in isolation people end up more on a 25 hour clock than a 24 
as what it turns out. I have guessing after a while, that's just like how they did it. Yeah. So you prob could be out of whack with the sun by any amount that you feel like. That's up to you all. That makes fact, sense. Traveling we, by... Go we, we started like coming up like before sunrise. Like I feel like that would have been like, we would have just been like, oh, it's like date. It's like time to start work time and then like we went up even though like it would have made more sense to wait until sunrise to go up it was just like no it's yeah it's it's seven o'clock or whatever end, like yeah. Yeah, seven out of 25 hours of the day it's it's like so it's kind of constantly and, shifting with oh man i've heard uh from mars scientists that it is just a nightmare <laughs> to like work uh and mars is off by a half hour from either of those two so you know and but still, like that constantly shifting throughout the day schedule. Once you have the sun back involved, is definitely going to drive some people mad. We'll deal with the societal consequences of that later. <laughs> Don't worry. Right now, we're just Love exploring it. this. I cool mean, it's a really interesting military. question. Wondering how sleep habits yeah. of our civilization in general would change. I don't know. Well, what do you think? I mean, I think, I think cultural tradition would dictate that you'd still, you know set alarms for yourself or whatever yeah I, to try I, and maintain whatever it was that humans were used to before but something resembling like agreed upon sleeping hours you know mm. there's still like night shifts even though like night really doesn't have that much meaning like i said i still that extra hour i think probably slips in at some point after year 300 or something uh I was going to say, but, I, I would think that, like, at least at first when the sun disappeared, it would probably be a lot like the quarantine we're experiencing now, where everybody's like, oh, but we need to maintain as much normalcy as possible, right? And then, like, the longer humanity went without the sun coming back, the more that, like, fell apart, especially I'm as, like, anybody who remembered the sun was now dead, that, like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah it exactly. Like, oh, why Past are we standing on legend. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, absolutely. So... I, uh, I, Dude, like I want to say go ahead <laughs> i was gonna say the shepherds have a um like a bioluminescent um uh insect oh, in yes. their caves that produces light that we like mm -hmm. cultivate inside um, does it have like a cyclical sort of thing that you all whatever buy or is it, it just like <laughs> it doesn't no, it okay, doesn't yeah. so it's just like uh, like we don't we can't control that like so we just have like light caves and dark caves and we just kind of like mm -hmm. in and out and out okay no, that make that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I figure, like I said, there's still definitely bulbs and whatever. I, if I'm being honest, I, I very much pictured Battlestar Galactica for this kind of underground, like confined aesthetic. Um, but very submarine, kind of on a yeah larger kind of scale. Like I said, it's like city sized instead of just like. Anyhow, that's neither here nor there. Um, there's this big cool tunnel. It's got some tracks leading down into it. Uh, who wants to give me the unearth the unearth thing, the unearth roll plus lore to kind of like, I guess, scope it out. Yeah, the unearth forgotten lore move is, I think, appropriate at this moment for whoever wants to kind of take the lead on that. I mean, the Ooh. institute. I feel like they're. I was gonna say I can roll. We want to risk my bad luck again. Um, oh, I forgot lore, about your so luck. I believe uh, in you. You're probably good at it. <laughs> this is your thing. I can't. Well, I like... mean, I have plus one lore, but like I had plus one steel um, when I rolled a five. Can you just like, I, I think unbreak you can a mirror probably... real quick? 
roll with advantage. Let me just look up the rules for um, followers, but I believe that this is something that your very good uh, research student or uh, grad students can help you out with. Okay. And if not, and if you fail, they just um, hide. <laughs> yeah, I think when you act with your uh, followers that help you, they uh, that uh, they give you advantage. Yeah, take advantage. Actually, first roll the uh, plus quality on the followers, which is kind of weird. But two d six plus uh, three. Oh, just like generally. Yeah, I, unless it's got a quality button i don't i'm not looking at it at this but i have to imagine it's is this not quite that fancy is this just determining how good the grad students are mm, how That's helpful they are here okay yeah take advantage that is very good <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, wow curse uh, broke we still fail this roll though yeah right i rolled a 10 Ah, oh, see, you did fine. Uh, so you get to ask three of the questions. Um, is that a wonder or a horror? Where is it drawing power from? What dangers is it hiding? And how can I turn it to my advantage? What dangers is it hiding? Um, you've been here before uh, with a Geiger counter, and you know that this place definitely uh, has been irradiated in the past so it's kind of dangerous to enter on that regards and also um that could relate to the research and any kind of uh nasty beings therein you, um uh remember some like uh i guess probably more uh or at least the kind of fist-sized mites wandering around uh, sometimes they got aggressive at the smell of meat, which is you. Cool. We're all meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the message. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, we're um, all meat. That's our new tagline. Can can we call that episode? Can we call this episode? We're all meat. <laughs> that feels right. Um, sure. <laughs> Technically, we're all meat donuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, I hate that. Anyhow, ask another question before we have to continue what were the this line. First two questions again. <laughs> Uh, is that a wonder or a horror? Where is it drawing its powers from? Uh, the last one's the advantage one. Uh, where is it too... drawing its powers from? Oh, deep within. Um, it, uh, again, I'm just kind of, this is institute specific knowledge. I'm kind of, because like mm -hmm. you have definitely some uh, sort of connection to this place with your secret missions here and all that um uh that it seems to have like kind of uh algae based bioreactor something something listen i'm okay. not that sort of scientist uh but we're dealing with it we're dealing with it people <laughs> and um yeah it's got like a cool uh something kind of that seems to be self-sustaining even after all these uh centuries somehow which is cool, but also mysterious and whatever. So that's fun. Uh, but wait, it's, uh, you know, you follow the bend around, you take a left, you take a right, it's a whole, uh, you've got kind of this place mapped out a little bit, but it's like miles and miles. It's very sprawling. So even like um, there's all sorts of labs, many of them already picked over by the time you got here from, you know, 
like post fall rating and whatever, but also uh, like by you and so uh, possibly others. It's just uh, definitely a mess at this point. It's very big, but it's yeah. powered by a cool algae based thing in the basement or off to one side. And one more. Um, is the advantage. The last one, the advantage or, one, yeah. Okay, advantage. yeah, cool. Uh, let me just double check what you need. You can almost certainly use it to fill what you're missing progress right now, right? Yeah. This place, there's a lot to be learned. Um, you, you think probably uh, some of this stuff could be fashioned into better defenses uh, or at least to kind of like get rid of that need, you know? But um, mm -hmm. definitely the progress is, I think, more easy to like get from here if you uh like for instance figure out what makes that cool reactor keep happening i don't know okay uh so this place super irradiated so uh we probably shouldn't spend too much time here um yeah. also there's giant mites inside that like meat which is us so be ready for that and uh, let's make this trip a quick one, yeah? Nice. Uh, cool. Now we know more about this thing. Uh, what do you guys want to do? You want to like go in? Like uh, it's built into like this kind of pure. I don't know. My rocks that well. Granite. But... Oh, don't get Peter started on rocks. That was my downfall last episode. Oh God, Peter. What's something that's like? mountains are made of but like pretty common and probably fairly equatorial like i'm figuring that like i never this probably like granitic rock is is that's fine we're, we're, cool. we're good perfect yeah, it's it's we're good definitely it's built into that caron is not century. even remotely as into rocks as my D, &D oh, characters good. i yeah. had oh i my, got asked I last, last time what the what kind of rock this underground temple was made out of and i was like that's the one thing i didn't plan out ahead of time now i'm angry that's <laughs> uh, why you just gotta make it up as you go along which mm -hmm. is the only thing i'm doing with this game i want to be clear i've prepared almost nothing <laughs> <laughs> But hey, we're having fun, I hope. Um, so yeah, uh, you've got a tunnel. What uh, What's happening? Is anyone going in? Is anyone like... So, um, Lissa, when you say make it quick, uh, do we have like an objective? Like a place where we're making a straight line to it, getting something and leaving? Or like, how are we ensuring that this is a quick trip and nobody comes out with an extra arm? <laughs> That's how radiation works. That's in video games it is really <laughs> in real life you just get cancer <laughs> yeah. so that's, I get... that's less visible I... less fun yeah. less fun yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no if the the harm check boxes are just progressing cancer then this game sucks it sucks on the on the fun uh axis it does not suck on the realistic axis <laughs> I'm just saying, there's radiation in this world, and you people have to deal with it. Mm. Um, there's so like tags I'm for that. in seeing if there's any new interesting tools that we haven't found in past expeditions in this facility. I don't know what everyone else's goals are, uh, so I probably won't go further than places that we've already been able to map, just in the interest of not getting lost and growing an extra arm or getting cancer. 
I grew an uh, extra arm and then that arm got cancer. Oh no. Um, I mean, the extra arm, I guess, is cancer, right? I guess, yeah. Technically, yeah. <laughs> but good cancer. Because who doesn't want a third Our... arm? It's like a tail and the tail spot. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. I was just okay. going to say, it matters very much where the third arm grows out of. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I can finally scratch my back. Arm. Well, that's true. Let's have folk at a guy, I guess. Yeah, I'm just um, constantly giving myself back massages. <laughs> um, but you control the arm. Uh, so you're trying to figure out if that was a pun or not. Nope. Maybe. No, it was I a just tease word for one of his videos. God. <laughs> I do um, have a video about alien hand syndrome. That's true. Charon's objective here is to obtain one of those meat-eating mites that uh, heard. All right. He is, he is heard about. Okay. And I'm looking for technology as well, so I guess we have to go in. Same. We didn't even have to go right. that far into the tunnel to get to the mites, presumably. <laughs> that is true. Uh, depends how recently they've eaten. You can just do the kissy lips and they'll run up to you like puppies, right? You can huh? that. That's one way to lose an arm. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you'll get one back, so it kind of <laughs> yeah, balances yeah. out. It's a wash. <laughs> Swash. No, that's Net when you arms. know what. Check. All right. <laughs> Uh, no, no. Plus, uh, um, you said you had a map, right? We should probably use that. So, speaking out of character, um, do I have a map? Like, sure. Can I just ask questions and be like, "Do how have yeah. we gotten this far?" Okay. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't think you found too much know, like, that you haven't already looted. Like. Um, it kind of yeah, so that's else fair. Has been I here should... before? Um, has anyone else? Probably I haven't been inside not. before. I don't, I think, um, okay, yeah, there you go. Okay, the, so when I see that it's looted, I should be like, shock. Um, <laughs> no, you, you've been here before. I, I think you've been kind of coming here in secret for generations now, probably. So like okay. any given piece of looting, maybe you did it, you know. Uh, yeah, but, but in like, general, if they so haven't far been back there, that, yeah. and they get there and it's totally looted. I think, um, like any sort of pre uh, pre fall uh, th uh, place you encounter, will have a little bit of that. Just like okay. kind of in the panic that follows the sun going away, every place that's left, even the kind of semi functional ones, definitely get worn down, uh, and roughly account for why everybody's retreating underground, which was probably kind of in a small uh in small use already for whatever reasons i mining maybe i don't know doesn't matter now <laughs> we can all like flesh that out later uh but yeah so it, it kind of was probably an old mine there's a creaky elevator not dissimilar to yours but stuck um yours uh was definitely originally uh an old mine before it got turned into something else, which got turned into something else, which got turned into a city uh, for like catastrophe reasons. Um, but uh, you've originally got like this big mine, uh, mine elevator. Anyhow, they've got one that's kind of stuck, um, but kind of down those hallways, they're kind of doorways, the, uh, the doorways in kind of any hospital kind of, uh, green with like that uh, crosshash glass, many of them of course broken, 
there's kind of laboratories with like, you know, uh, benches that have largely been picked through, didn't necessarily have too much to begin with because the secret, they definitely, you feel like there's stuff hidden down the elevator, but you can't get it working yet. Um, you probably have figured out where the elevator control room is, but don't necessarily know how to handle it. Um, that's probably in secret. Um, and why you're keeping it secret even probably, although that's up to you. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I think the major features up here are labs, kind of an elevator, like gear room, like control rooms, uh, a few security stations probably because it's military, some bunkers, some uh, probably, I don't know, there's definitely laboratory, lab laboratories there we go lab labs and labs all right anyhow what are we doing i don't know cheryl what you're expecting uh but we are closing in on what uh seven ish my time 10 ish uh eastern if we want to maybe explore this cool new uh mine shaft area next time i think this that feels I, like a better yeah this feels way like to, a good yeah pause moment um, rather than okay. yeah um, yeah. I would like to thank everyone who's been hanging out and watching and in the chat if you have been, like Sarah and Emily and hello and welcome MDBM. I don't know what that stands <laughs> for, but letters. Um, yeah, uh, okay. we also don't know the rules, as you can probably tell. This was session one, <laughs> but we had fun with We're it. We're learning. I hope you We're did learning. too. We're learning together. Um, also, just this game is a lot more sort of like rules fluid than a lot of other yeah. playing games, I guess is a good it's, way of explaining it. So it's okay if we don't know the rules because it's mostly about telling the story. Um, <laughs> it's built on the Powered by the Apocalypse. Like I, I'm trying to kind of read out rules and I guess I probably should have explained moves a little better at the start. Maybe we can do like a quick crash course start next time. Maybe not, who knows, we'll figure it out. But like, I'll read stuff out. Uh, and we'll kind of build our understanding together because I, listen, this is my first time running it too. We're fake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we have been Cheryl, Jareth, Jordan, Xander, and Peter. Uh, Jareth is running the game. I am playing the aquatic people, the Ripples, and the character Islay. Jordan is playing the tech people, the Institute, and the character Alyssa. Xander is playing the law keepers, the bower birds, and the character Ganymede. And Peter is playing the shepherds of the cave, the farmer type people with giant insects, and the character Karen. You can find many of us online in other places. Um, Jordan, Xander, and I run our own YouTube channels. Peter works on a YouTube channel for the Carroll County Extension office. Um, and Jareth is the production manager for 12 Tone. Um, so yeah, you can find us around. Don't forget our uh, social media handles are down in the reference section below. Uh, is there anything specific anybody would like to advertise at the end of the show here? No. Shout out to Meat Donuts. <laughs> meat donuts. Sure. Uh, uh, buy meat donuts. Mm. <laughs> yes. Mm. Um, and if this is your first time finding Nature Check, hello and welcome. We have lots of cool things going on on this channel, which you can also find down in the schedule panel below on Twitch. Yeah, we do a lot of things. Um, we have a D&D &D game that Peter is a player in and I'm the, the game master of. Um, we have people playing video games on this channel at a variety of times. So come by and check us out whenever. 
Um, but yeah, if that's all everybody's got, then I guess we'll get out of here for this evening. Um, thanks for watching or listening or whatever, everybody. Stay safe. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Later.